Welcome to another episode of Those Conspiracy Guys. This time, we're talking about a dirty cunt from New, from New Mexico. A dirty cunt from New Mexico who would kidnap up little girls and put them in a box and do awful things to them at, at length. And uh, I think it's possibly... From everything that I've ever seen online or in real life, one of the most rottenest and sadistic and evil people uh, that could ever be named, talked about or mentioned. Uh, this is David Parker Ray, uh, a.k.a. the Toy Box Killer. And joining me in the hot seat for a very rare true crime uh, experience, uh, the Prince of Parkland, the Redness himself, OG, those conspiracy guy, and uh, one of my dear, dear parts of my heart, from the hometown of Wexford, Eamon O'Neill, welcome. Hello, great nice to, be, to see you again. Great to have you here, man. So uh, great to be back in the in the saddle again. Good in the hot seat, yeah. yeah. For for a man who absolutely sickens my shite, <laughs> absolutely sickens my just a terrible individual. Dude, I just asked you to come onto the show. There's no need to give me that kind of hassle. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, yeah, this guy, this guy is cray cray, right? I was actually listening to to something about this earlier, and they said. Out of left of field, he's nearly made his way to the top of the serial killer chain. I think so. Like he's up he, there. He, he he's can, a disgusting, disgusting character. He's like a he's like a, a you know some midwestern college team that ends up just getting a couple of good players and he's just like all the way to just the top. Managed managed correctly. Yeah, they were got, like, all right, got a few handy wins. Got the points. He's up the league. Like this guy for everything that happened. Quite a succinct story. Like mm. when I when I heard about this like first, I knew nothing of this guy. I had not heard of him. I had heard the Toy Box Killer. I'm like, oh, yeah, Toy Box, something, something. There's not that many podcasts online. There's a couple of uh, good... Uh, Rob Dyke has a really good yeah, YouTube channel, and he has a little 10-minute video on him. And it's just like, yeah, this guy done this stuff. Crazy, right? When I started looking into it, I was like, this is fucking demented. Bananas, yeah. And demented. it gets worse and worse. And yeah, the more yeah, you're, yeah. you're like, oh, my God, that's worse. Yeah, but as, as I think the, um, the rise and rise of uh, true crime, especially true crime podcasts... Parker Ray, I think, is probably going to get bigger and bigger in popularity mm. because of the, I, I don't know, the torture porn uh, demographic. Some people yeah, are really yeah. into that kind of stuff. Uh, we did an episode on Joseph Fritzel, which was rough enough one, on Jimmy Savile. Uh, we've done, like, true crime episodes on the likes of John Wayne Gacy, who was, like, particularly brutal. Um, Chickatillo, who was awful, like, biting women's tits off and stuff like that. Um, and then, of course, like the Jack the Ripper is not cutting, yeah, yeah. cutting out fannies. <clears throat> like Parker Ray was doing this when Sugar Ray was on the radio. You we know, were listening to Lincoln Park when Parker yeah. Ray was at this. Like that's you know what I mean. You know, Th- oh, it's oh, it's just oh, oh. Be- Bewitched were in the charts. You know, it's the S Club Seven. It's, yeah, were partying like it was an S Club Seven party, and you can't get another party like that. There, there ain't no party. There is like no an party. S-Club. There's not no. another party like an S Club Seven party. And can you imagine getting your tits electrified and getting like a, a petrol powered uh, motor dildo rammed up your arse yeah, man, the, to the, the sound of Escob? No, like this shit was. It's like a fucking Rob Zombie movie. Like yeah. it's it's so. And the dog. 
oh the dogs yeah. that's oh I like the the tape the it's like mm. all the stuff like Rob Zombie movies the Saw franchise uh, yeah. maybe even the hills have eyes to a certain extent a load bit. of fucking hillbilly looking cunts trying to rape women yeah. like it's it's all that the most awful horror movies you've seen this guy is uh, on top of the list what yeah. did you know about him then before uh, we went into researching I think that I had seen a documentary about this but completely forgotten about it mm. so when you said toy box killer I, I was sort of assuming oh this guy must kill kids or something and lord him in with That's something. do you know what I mean a lot of people probably yeah because it makes sense like you know it's sort of like yeah that probably makes sense yeah um, when I was watching one of the documentaries, not unlike one of his victims, the memories came flooding back to me that I'd actually, <laughs> I'd actually seen this before. Yeah. Um, Wait a minute. Yeah. It absolutely depraved yeah. stuff. And I, I, like I, being down in Anthony Tierney's backyard and shed. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I, I did a very foolish thing where I listened to someone read out an expert at the, the transcript. Yeah. We're going to have a go at that later on. I listened to it with a hangover at oh, like nine good. in the morning and my poor emotions were just... Not good. Yeah. Like it's, it. you know, you can pick certain words and put them together and make them be awful. Mm. Um, he was really good at that. Yeah, yeah. Very saw in its way, I think. Very saw, I think. Like mm. I want to play a game kind of a yeah. vibe to it. <laughs> but just... just uh, and then there's a weird thing as you get into it. There's moments where he does things... like. Uh, I'm not saying that he wasn't all bad, as a lot of it's here, but he does these little things. Here. It, it's like he does these little things. I was like, that seems like, like that's, I wouldn't have expected him to say something like that. This seems yeah. like a nice thing to say, but yeah. you're obviously a despicable human being. I wouldn't have even thought you'd have the capacity for well, a small amount of empathy. We know in our Jesse Lee Dugard episode that her captor was nice to her sometimes and then like obviously brutally raped her other times. Like yeah. I would, I would say for those conspiracy guys, true crime show, I, I don't usually lend to the side of um, like torture porn, but describing some of these crimes and the way this stuff goes on, I, I, I would say put on your careful trousers for this one because uh, there might be some stuff. Not that I, usually, I don't want to give content warnings at the start of the show because like, fuck it, you know what this is. But if someone's looking in at David Parker Ray going, oh, Toy Box, I've never heard of, like this guy is under the radar making it big right now, like a SoundCloud rapper. And fuck me. Oh, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah. It gets dark real quick. Um, Yeah, there's not a whole lot that I knew about him before I started researching. Uh, Like I said, you know, if you want to get your your true crime starting points, uh, Rob Dyke's YouTube channel is excellent. Uh, There's some other uh, podcasts as well, like last podcast on the left. True Crime Girls out there, giving out the big shout outs. Uh, They're the other TCG. Um, There's also My Favorite Murder as well. Uh, they did something on this so it's there's a lot of there's a lot of uh i guess coverage now because the true crime renaissance yeah people are really into that now women are really into it yeah i find like Snap my girlfriend loves all this sort of do you know why because they're sitting stuff. at home thinking about doing that going he didn't put out that fucking bin how could i get away with killing him because i really want to mm. Mm, and she's know? entirely entitled to it because I'm, I'm not a good man. <laughs> you a good, see those, not a good you man. see those romantic movies where it's like the guy's asleep and then he wakes up and the girl is like leaning over him, like looking at him and he's like, morning. She's like, morning. Like you think that's supposed to be a romantic thing and the fellas are looking at that going, <laughs> gay. Like she's sitting over him looking at him and women are looking at that going, oh, that's so funny because he's looking at that thinking like, gay. But I'm thinking it like she's looking over his body going, how could I get away with killing him? Do you know? Mm. This kind of mentality. I mean, girls like true crime. They like a good story. 
if there's a throbbing <laughs> member thrown in there, maybe, do you know? I don't think it's an exclusively female thing, but it is a very female-dominated podcast space. Well, you just find, I just find if I talk to, you know, girl, I don't watch a lot of this stuff. So, like, yeah. when I talk to someone, it's always like, girls going, oh, have you seen that? Like, true, like my, probably just because I live with a girl who is my girlfriend and yeah. she always watches this stuff. And then when I say it to someone else in passing, they're like, oh, yeah, I saw that too. And a lot of guys, I'll say it too, are like, no, no, I haven't. I haven't well, here's, seen here's totally a, anecdotal. Totally here's anecdotal. a theory for you. Just thrown it out there we did an episode on ted bunny a little while ago with emma and julie from up to 90 podcasts which you can get on the head stuff network up to 90 check it out very funny very funny ladies and we were doing a thing on ted bundy and i was asking this thing like why what why the fascination with ted bundy you know why the fascination with true crime and they said because we have to think about it all the time yeah we have to think about our safety at all times we have to worry about is this a safe place to go into who are the people that i'm with is there a way out here like it, it you know it would be like a, a cat in uh you know a dog kennel where they're like i go in and i count my steps and i make sure i'm in but like at any point one of those dogs are like, and yeah, your fucking yeah. ass is, you gotta get is out. chomped yeah that's true well Jana said that to me before like if i'm i've, I've walked home at four in the morning loads yeah. of times not even occurring to me that something bad might happen to me but obviously for her yeah you know, any time after six, you're looking out over your shoulders. Have to be careful, yeah. The dusk is down, and you're like, "I'm, I'm a man of the night." Mm. But I, I mean, I come on your back. <laughs> at the same, at the same time, like I'd, I'd say, I'd be probably easily overpowered. <laughs> yeah, but you don't. You're and not then they like don't go your for sweet, sweet booty hole is up for grabs. You know, I don't have much of an arse. Or, yeah, but it's or, not the arse. It's not the cheeks they're looking for. I, mean, I don't know that, what they want from me. It's that sweet, sweet rabbit's nostril nestled in the. The ginger tufty crackier butt. I mean, if you were of that way, you know, if you were out of, out and about, going like, "Hey, come on, guys," like a kind of a, a sort of a gay sharpa. I'll yeah, bring yeah. you up to the top of the mountain. Let's go. Okay. But like, there's girls out there thinking about that stuff all the time, feeling unsafe. Yeah, yeah. On the reg, and you and, ha- and you, like it. It we is. We see from these victims here that they were just like out having a drink or the route, you know, in a place that's, I mean, shady enough, but you don't expect mm. to have have your drink drugged and be brought and put into like this crazy self-made no absolutely gynecological dungeon you know yeah it's mad it's quite like i think that the ted bundy episode if you if you heard em and julie's sentiments on it it does make a lot of sense where women will be more into true crime because it's entertainment but also a little bit educational like if a guy comes up to you with a cast on and you see that he has one seat in the front of his car you're like maybe best to run away from this one it's half entertainment half education it's a little bit like us if we watched ufc where we would be thinking like, oh yeah, man, if I get into a fight, I totally do that arm bar thing and do the other thing and hit him like that. Totally. When it happens, obviously, you shoot yourself and go, eh. well, you, Yeah, you just get into that fight or flight kind yeah. of thing. But like, I'm sure women are watching that like half in preparation and half in titillation. Yeah, because they are. I mean, it's. I think the main, I, I think for most people, the main interest of it is that like, shit, like I'm made out of the same stuff as this guy. Like yeah. we're made out of the same stuff. Yes, he he's gone stuff. this way, yeah, and yeah. like I, I, uh, if I even if I thought that I could do that, I'd probably be like, okay, I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna maybe I don't know, do I hand myself, myself into in the somewhere. police? Like, yeah, what do yeah, I do yeah. here? Like, you know, absolutely. Well, David Parker Ray, uh, we'll get on to him now in a second. I just want to let you know about a few things before that. If we leave, if you know, if we leave something out, if there's something wrong, if there's a, a correction or, or some kind of a, a comment that you want to make, you can send me an email info at those conspiracy guys. Dot com. Uh, you can also hit up the website thoseconspiracyguys.com for all the other episodes and loads of information, articles, videos, loads of this kind of stuff. 
and uh, basically everything is there. Anything you want to find about those conspiracy guys is there, including all the links to the Patreons and the T Publics and the Discords and the YouTubes and all the stuff. Um, it's a nice website. I'm, I'm pretty proud of it. You can get in there. Um, we're on all the social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, Pinterest, Me, Vero, loads of fucking stuff. So, so many. Uh, anything that has a social thing like Snapchat, I get like five Snapchats a day. Hey, man, love your show. Thanks, buddy. Nice. And then he's like, here's my knob. Squeak. I'm like, oh. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, I think. Um, we also have a, a Discord server. So, if, for those of you who don't know Discord, it's a. Uh, like a like a chat room it's like chat rooms of old um they used to use it for gaming and it was to take away the the pressure of the uh, the gaming voice server so you have a voice video and text and i have all the episodes split up in the channels so if you want to go in and talk particularly about something like flat earth or you know jonestown and you have a link and you found the thing you want to share it with the community pop on in there drop your link in have a chat there's over a thousand people in there now all having the crack and uh, if you want to keep in touch with me uh, I'm like you can send me a, a direct message in there it's a very small community and it's easy to manage much easier than Facebook or Twitter or whatever there's also uh, the live chats that happen on appear.in so if you want to keep an eye out for those you can get access to those through the lifeblood of the show which is patreon.com patreon.com slash those conspiracy guys if you want to support the show throw a few dollars you get loads of stuff like extra videos behind the scenes stuff you get outtakes you get early access uh, all the documentaries are there. You get all the live streams. You can watch them all there before anybody else. Um, basically, everything extra except for the podcast. So if the podcast is not enough for you, you're jonesing for some more, hit up Patreon and there's loads of stuff there, including a direct line to me. And uh, you get access to live chats as well where I go on a peer that I end and we talk about the week's carry on. And you can join in. Right, get into. let's get into David okay. and Parker Ray. He was also known as the Toy Box Killer. Uh, he was born in November 1939, and he lived with his sister Peggy with their very strict grandfather until he was in his mid to late teens in New Mexico. He was visited occasionally by his chronically alcoholic father, Cecil, who would you know, knock him around a bit, you know, hit him a few digs, the fuck you doing, get a job, and, uh, and then he'd give him a load of drink, possibly some drugs, and then some really hardcore uh, BDSM uh, sadomasochistic porn magazines. And his, his dad was a trucker, so these are probably some uh, <laughs> well, heavy duty. I'd say, I'd imagine so. Yeah, yeah, I'd imagine so. The pages that weren't stuck together were just awful. And then eventually, like you, you crinkle the ones that are, and you're like, I can see why. How do I make this congeal? Again? Yeah, this is awful. So his dad's a trucker, um, alcoholic, away from home a lot, mm. and then it ends up he comes home, drinks a lot when he's off duty because obviously he can't drink and drive. Gets steaming, knocks the young lad around, gives him a bad old way of going on. And then for some kind of a solace or some kind of a, I guess, like, would you say there's a little bit of sexual abuse going on in there as well? I would imagine so. I think that being bet by your dad and then him giving you porno mags probably is a low tier sex abuse. If if you know what I mean, it's like on the spectrum somewhere. Uh, Do you think he was giving him an old, an old Nelly, his, uh, his ma wasn't on the scene. Yeah. They were being minded by the grandfather. So Cecil had come home and possibly give Peggy an old lift. And, uh, it's not hit, too uncommon when you look at these. David a few, a few yeah. digs. You know? It's, it's one, like when you look at just the, the, I don't know, the sort of by the books, like psychopath. Yeah. You know, from their environment. There's a dick in a butt someplace. There's a lot of stuff like that. Even if it's just physical abuse and then giving them booze and, and drugs and, and pornography. And to look at porn. I mean, yeah, like that's not going to do you any favors in the long run, really. Yeah. 
There wasn't any reports of it, but you could speculate that maybe if the dad was into that mad BDSM stuff, that he may have tied the children up, may have done some stuff. The pure speculation this is now. Yeah, yeah. No, like, look, it's not. It's totally not out of the realm of possibility. Certainly not when it, it creates a, a character like this. I can't see know? a fella just looking at a few weird pornos then being promoted to turn into, like, a massively prolific and disgracefully disgusting murderer. Like, the way it evolved, it must have been in him already. But the fact that all the websites and all of the sources that I found about David Parker Ray's early life said that his dad giving him BDSM pornographic material was the thing that made him build a sex dungeon to torture women with. Mm. But I reckon he probably, if it hadn't been, say, the BDSM type of thing, he could have easily turned into some sort of psychopathic serial killer without... It yeah. might just... It might have had that channel. But what I'm saying is, like, that most of them would have you know, like some Norman Bates kind of stuff, some parental neglect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say it's always... So was Bateman enough, like, he didn't father. have to do... He didn't have to do anything... Didn't have to fucking... Well, he was getting all this, like, he wasn't having a good time at school either. Yeah. And, you know, there's... And who knows? This is the stuff that we sort of know about, that we've read about. Yeah. But who knows what living that... So, for example... His granddad like, was an awful cunt as well, by A total accounts. disciplinarian, apparently. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I suppose, to try to understand it, his... Is his way of controlling this. Like, That's it, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, this yeah, is what he winds on. up doing. So, he's relating abuse this pornography and all these bad feelings and he's now abusing other people he's living out that pornographic fantasy he's pornography pornography like the the reclamation of control exactly yeah through what he associated with that which was like bdsm sex mm. and domination yeah so he's the domineer he's meeting, now. He's living Yeah, he's out, meeting yeah. that out on other people. And in that way, he's controlling these acts of the past and they don't, you know, happen mm. in the future. I think, I think that... That could be it. Yeah, I think the majority enough. of... I think the majority of... I don't want to say, like, like sort of all issues you have mentally, but I know, say, for example, they say ang- ang- sorry, anorexia would be about control. I think anxiety, yeah. to a certain extent, is you're, you're either, a fr- you know, worried about the future or ashamed of the past or something like that, yeah. but you're trying to reconfigure in your head. You're trying to control it in some way. There's someone who even told me that um, all thinking is control. So, like, if you're you're sort of trying to control your perception of the... You're, you're not even doing it almost. Just mm. some part of you is, like, writing a narrative to what's happening to control it, to understand the, it. The inner monologue. Yeah. Because otherwise you're just... Bre- you know, the, the, I suppose the whole Buddhist thing <laughs> you're is You're just paralyzed looking down the street. Yeah, you're just doing your thing. But that's um, why when I, when I used to drink, I, I used to drink the blackout to just be like, goodbye, control! Mm. And that's Let's why most go. people drink is, like, yeah. you, you feel a bit happier, you feel loose... You know, I was lucky that I had the, like, I the factory settings for me where I was like, I know I can get lit up. I'm probably going to be okay, you know? Uh, and then I go out with you and I'll be like, probably okay to take care of him tonight. <laughs> this should be all right. Um, yeah. But yeah, and, and again, like... like a giant drunk baby. <laughs> Gordo, come on! All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, good times. Uh, I, I wouldn't change a minute though. No, no, no. That's because I can't remember. Made you, yeah. Yeah. There's a way I'm now. But the thing is, like, it seems that the BDSM got a bad rap. (laughs) I know it's the time I'm killer. It's like, like, look, I know that this fucking trailer was god awful and what he was doing there, but I just want to say I'm all for BDSM. (laughs) Like, I love. Not that I'm all for it. What I'm saying is that there's a lot of people out there who practice that stuff, you know, and because of Fifty Shades of Grey, people were like, Mm. oh, I'll see you now, Mr. Grey. (laughs) Fifty Shades of Ray. Yeah. 
the, but the, I think the thing about this is that anything se- like nobody is sexually like normal it's like oh i'm the vanilla sex you know like everyone yeah. has weird hang-ups we it all comes from childhood and if you look even if you have a totally what you would perceive as a normal kind of a, a sex life if you look into why you feel that way it's gonna go back to something that made you comfortable when you were younger nine times out of ten it's just the, the psychology of you know if you like if you're sort of looking into it and sort of just trying to break it down be like oh well that kind of makes sense or whatever yeah. um but the main thing is like Every type of sex is okay as long as people are consenting to it. No one's getting hurt. Like and this that's, is where we got with Parker Ray, where it escalated from that into something else. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like maybe he would have just been into you know like that like bondage. People get tied up and they do whatever, yeah. but it's all okay. Like everyone's okay with it. If maybe if he didn't have a father who was beating him up and doing all this sort of stuff, he actually and you know he had a good sort of family nucleus who took care of him and it, it was actually fine he sees some BDSM porn and he's like, oh, that's kind of cool. I like tying people up and the thought of maybe being tied up and blah, yeah. blah, blah. But he's, he also respects people, has empathy for people. But so. also I think there's a there's an imprint put on a young man's mind. I remember the first porns that I had seen and I'm like, oh yeah, still sometimes remember them. Mm. So you'd be like, oh, remember that one? Sky, S-K-Y-E, something Sky. Old school, old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's like my my inner search engine memory. You know, when you just like compartmentalize your porn searches into your brain and you're just like, right, you don't think about it all the time, but when you need to, you're just like, like mm. some rain man for like porn stars' names. But what's, what's funny is that we grew up in a very, like we grew up in a time where there wasn't instant access to like, you know, every It wasn't possible. instant, it was dial-up. So like, well, <laughs> even before, <laughs> even before dial-up, even before, you had like, I remember like, you have a video that was passed around the class. We have, but even before porn, there was like you had video game magazine magazines. This one had like Lara Croft picture. Oh, and yeah. you're like she's kind of good looking, but the, you didn't. There wasn't. A, what's Her interesting polygons to me? Make me feel weird <laughs> and my willy. Yeah, but what's interesting to me is that something like this can happen with no in no fast internet, no like huge amount, huge catalog of yeah. crazy pornography. It kind of makes you worry a little bit. You go, well, is this like, are there going to be loads of fucking mad people in the future who just, you know, they've seen this, they had a bad upbringing, but then they had porn and it just was like, it doesn't because make... Off the deep end. I don't know. Or T- maybe... Ted Bundy blamed porn as well. They in, all, in Yeah, his... but they all blame porn. Like they're, But they're, they're people who can't feel anything. So yeah. like porn is probably on the, the one of the only things maybe that they can actually get any emotion from get any the thing that i'm getting at is that with this case a lot of the time the bdsm part is vilified because mm. they're like oh yeah this is really bad and you know where there's a lot of people that do, i don't but there's a lot of people that do enjoy that stuff the binding the, the pressure oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that that's a totally normal sexual proclivity but it seems to be vilified here because it's like, oh, yeah, and he showed him BDSM porn. And what happened? He turned into a monster. Yeah, yeah. So in the UK now, there's a certain certain types of porn they, that are banned. And all, like him, yeah. face sitting and all this kind of stuff uh, are are actually like... Mm. The, the, well, they're they're about to bring in something where you have to sign up if you want to go to porn sites or something. You have to publicly like that, say, I want to go and look at this site mm. in public. I'd be like, yep, yeah, no bother. But maybe that brings <laughs> back magazine sales. I don't know. Like, the, the, Who knows? <laughs> I remember I remember happen. having like videos passed around the class of like, mm. not, you know, vanilla, but it was like, some of it was pretty weird, but it wasn't like, do you know, you have some young one and she has her tits like taped up so the ends of them turn purple and yeah, she's getting yeah, like yeah. throat slammed by like seven guys. Now, like that stuff is 
like pretty speciality for the for the man the discerning man who appreciates that kind of stuff and i i just think that particular point of his dad was giving him bdsm porn is on every website the information that we're going to go through now i had to glean from maybe like 50 links yeah i I think bits of information i think that that was at the top of of everyone top of the column for every single one i think that the the reason is you're trying to make sense of it and it's maybe the only thing that they have you know chronicle that sort of says okay well there's a through line here yeah to here um I think that if he was the kind of person who wanted power and control, like you see, like that, it's the fact that he actually did this, actually made that this horrible, like sex dungeon. Yeah, um, that's the thing that gets you because the rest of the serial killers are very like this. They just don't have a, a home base. Then again, he had fucking didn't Dahmer try to make yeah. sex zombies in an apartment? Yeah, I mean, John Wayne Gacy would bring them all home to his house and then dig up the porch and put them under the porch. Yeah, Ted Bundy would bury them and leave a, a, like a treasure map for himself, and he'd go back later on and dig them up and fuck them again. Mm, which is a uh, weird. You know, it's it's maximizing your resources. <laughs> but it, yeah, like like I think if they had like they're talking about a town here with thirteen hundred people in it, very small. Like there's a guy with a trailer. I suppose he's he has the land. He has. He's a government worker. Yeah. Uh, I just. I don't think there should be any government workers. This this isn't bound to the going postal. Yeah, let's blame you know? let's blame uh, let's blame government employment for this rather than BDSM porn. <laughs> well, let's keep going. And he he developed a fetish for this, then understandably, yeah. and uh, he became obsessed. It says in the all of the articles on uh, David Parker Ray, he became obsessed when uh, you know in the time when your wanker career really takes off and you start to lock in those uh, sexual preferences. Yeah. Know? And it's kind of out of your control too. That's that's the yeah. scary thing. Is like, what if you just saw this thing that day, and then it was like, you just oh, have a thing for blondes now or whatever. Yeah. Um, his sister, one time, found a load of disgusting and graphic drawings in his room, which kind of ended up giving him a bit of a hint as to where his mind was at. People started to get worried. Like, it's like, why is he drawing like crazy murder, choking, like pulling apart female bodies and stuff? This is weird. Drawing his own, because he couldn't find something extreme enough in the porn mags, he started drawing his own stuff or whatever. I remember drawing, I remember trying to draw, like, hot women when I was, like, 14. Make your own porn job. But you're a very good artist, though. I was okay. I wasn't good enough. I wasn't good enough to... To you should draw it and then put it away and come back to it a few weeks later when you forgot to draw it. And you're like, oh, who drew this? Oh, this is pretty good. Surprise yourself. Um, but it was always very, like, it was just it's obvious. Post it like, to yourself in a letter. <laughs> <laughs> and you open it and you're like, oh, back in a minute. Yeah, but it was always like, you know, because you're, you're, what, like 14, you're drawing pictures of, like, boobs and stuff. Like, I remember everybody in school was just drawing pictures of women trying to, like, and there was one dude who was the best. And yeah. they were like, oh, draw us a picture. Liam Mann in our school. I remember him because they were like, hey, Liam. And he just draw page three. But he every 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 school had one. Amazing. Every school just had. He's probably like the best artist. He's ever really now, successful of artist. Course, yeah. Why wouldn't he be shamed by his page three career? <laughs> um, but like that, that's the kind of thing is that you know you're sort of like oh hot. so I mean the, the regular stuff for teenage boys well big tits round asses skinny waist you know like that just obvious sort pretty of pretty face nice personality some fucking um, interpersonal skills come on Eamon you know just a good job yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> like no but I I mean the purely objectification sure. which is awful but like it is, it is what it is you know it's like, not awful it's nature it's nature yeah. yeah um but again that's fine like i mean it's all fine it's, it's fine if you stop it at I a guess certain it's point fine if you are drawing bdsm as long as you don't go hurt a load of, like i don't it's, well it, we could you know i don't escalate know. that argument then into the the 
the virtuous pedophile movement where they're like look at i just want to think about kids when i'm wanking rather than touching them and that should be okay and you're like no dude no but what do you do do you kill them? You can't stop them. Well, that's what I mean. Like, so. But let's not let them into the LGBTQ acronym. Oh, right. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry. Which is what they're looking for. I didn't, didn't realize oh, that. Oh, they're trying, a... trying to get in. They're knocking out the door with their P's. Trying to get in. It's um, mm. it's a weird, it is a weird thing, you know, for this young lad to be doing this. And as we saw, like, there's no way to know that a young lad is going to go on to be the toy box killer. But, uh, you know, he wasn't great at talking to girls in school. No. This is the thing. He wasn't getting his rocks off. He wasn't getting, like, not even, like, not getting your hole, but, like, not getting any contact or co- context mm. as to what a female was. He was getting no interaction. But, yeah, the court, like, you learn the courtship. And you yeah. might not be good at it, but you like learn. I was in an all-boys school, not, not great at chatting up women, great uh. at talking to them. But they end up talking yeah. to them about bullshit and they're all like, you're really weird and boring. Well, they might be like, oh, he's such a nice guy, but your your confidence wasn't such that, you know what I mean? Well, I wasn't like, a sex man. I wasn't I like, wasn't a sex man. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I, 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 wouldn't have been a, I wouldn't have been a sex man either. The, but it's, the it's weather's one of those things. very moist outside. You know, these kind of... I'd be all like, so you're, you're yeah. like kissing? <laughs> 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 I'd be like, do you like... Um, X Files. Oh yeah, I wasn't even going for kissing. That's the thing. You, 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 and you're probably like talking to the wrong girls. There was probably some like little goth-looking girl, and she was like, "I wish you talked to me about Mulder." <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, she's 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 long gone by now. Anyway, yeah, I think. sure. Look, remember in the ridge, couldn't have it, couldn't have it. <laughs> so, uh, like, he wasn't great. Yeah, not great at talking to women, and probably because he was talking to them, imagining them being like tied up and choked and stuff. Have you seen it's the Bates Motel? Uh, I haven't. I've seen bits of it. So I watched a couple episodes. I, I'm, I'm, you know, not terrible excellent. for. I'll watch. No, it's not a bad show. But I, I've, I've, I generally just watch a few episodes and then I fall out of something. I'm like that with everything, you know. Yeah. Um, it's hard. It's peak TV, man. It's very it's hard too to much stick TV. To it. And then YouTube gives you like 15 minute things. Just one, you know. It's, I tried to start Castle Rock at the moment, mm. and um, it's very, it's difficult. To I'm get thinking it. of just trying to quitting. finish Preacher. I'm trying to. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. so much stuff on Netflix. You're like, fuck, man. I'm trying to read more, but it's it's impossible. Like. Unless I'm reading Facebook. I'm thinking of quitting Facebook, quitting every just like off the grid, growing my own vegetables. Uh, <laughs> Go to the internet vegan. I think so. But uh, in Bates Motel, it's a very similar thing to this where he, he finds a, he finds like a drawing or something like that, but a really good drawing of like this, you know, woman who's tied to a radiator or something. There's something about... Uh, I think it's something about human trafficking and they were like locked in the basement or something oh, like wow, that. Okay. I can't remember. I only saw the first few episodes. But he's like, oh, this shit is fire. You this know, has so tickled my gear. He loves it. And then there's a girl who likes him and he's sort of like imagining just, you know, tying her up and like binding yeah. her and all this. He can't goes. look at her. He, his daydreams go off into binding mm, her up. Because you'll like. see, you know, like when you, 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 especially when you're younger, like you have a crush on a girl or whatever. And yeah. And you're like, where are her nipples? Well, I, <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. Like up ones or the side ones or the big round ones. I don't what think. What kind are I they? Don't, I, I just thought there was sort of your standard default nipple back. I didn't no, really know. Such a cornucopia. But but uh, what I would is just that feeling when you're around them and you're you're just sort of lighting up and being like, oh my God, and what if she likes you? And you know, your brain And then she just brain. like barely touches your little fingers together and you're like, zing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like, yeah. and it's just, but then. But I'm, imagine that. Imagine that through the spectrum of only being able to get off yeah. on like tying someone up and, and oh. You'd yeah. be like, you'd be all like, when she wasn't looking, you'd be like sneakily undoing her shoelaces. 
and then just watching her tying up the shoelace and going like <gasps> zing she's tying knots oh I love it can I put my finger in that knot and you just tie it real tight in my finger like it's weird stuff It yeah see I I don't know. I look back at my own life and I, I always feel like I was pretty like normal. Oh, I was enough. total vanilla man. Yeah. Just I, like show me them boobies. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Just show them. You, you don't <laughs> Just have to. show them. Look at stay. Look, this is how long my hands are and stand like six inches further than that and just take them out and show me. That's it. Happy enough. Happy enough. Happy enough. Yeah. And, and you I'm know. An excellent memory. Hopefully, hopefully everybody has such. I wonder, I don't want to call them low standards of sexuality yeah, or whatever, but. <laughs> but I mean, look at the bishop that's fucking like uh, feeling up Ariana Aria Grande <laughs> at Aretha Franklin's funeral. Yeah. Like, if he had a six inches rule, he, you know, he wouldn't be up against a fucking international groping scandal right now. Do you know what I mean? Keep your hands off, son. Keep your have hands a look. to yourself. Have a look. You can go and fucking look at deep face. And even at that, don't, don't don't be don't be don't be don't be gawping. Yeah. You take a sneaky look. Sneaky a look. sneaky look. Bill Clinton standing behind Ariana Grande being like, Oh my god. Even Bill could rein it in a bit now. That Bill Pete, could rein it in. That Pete Davidson's a lucky guy. Oh my god. Uh, maybe I'll do an impromptu speech for a, <laughs> a, a urethra. <laughs> Ariana, come over here. I want to say a few words. <laughs> Um, so yeah he was bullied in school as well David Parker mm. Ray and he was made to feel like an outcast and of course all these things the confluence of all this stuff is going to come together mm. to make him a mad cunt absolutely bananas so his skill uh, was well used in uh, the creation of his torture devices and sex dungeons because he was a, a qualified mechanic after school and he learned to fabricate with metal so mm. it was probably easy for him to put all of these um, machines and devices uh, together, including the ba- the basement itself. Uh, we're mm. talking about the toy box now. We'll talk about it in more detail in a minute. Yeah. But there's this, basically, like, a, on his property, there was a, a big container, and in it was, a like, a dentist's chair gyne- or a, gyne- a gyneco- gynecologist's chair. And uh, he'd put people in and strap them up with these red straps and do awful stuff. And he made all these devices himself, like bespoke sex torture devices. Um, there was also other signs in his early life that, uh, you know, like the fact that uh, he told his f- first fiance that his first victim, he tied her to a tree and he tortured her and murdered her. And this is when he's like Still young a young teenager, teenager, he's like yeah. 17, 18, and he's like walking up the path and she's like, oh, do you ever think about having kids? He's like, no. Come here, do you see that tree over there? Like, hmm. weird. But you do, you do, again, with a lot of these serial killers, They, it sort of seems like they want to... They want to say they've done it. It's hard to of know. Of course, it, yeah, the braggadociousness. But like, you yeah. would imagine this does not seem out of the realm of possibility for a crazy asshole like this guy. This seems like I mean, in with in fitting with he's this just, sort he's of. He's just trying to just testing the waters with people to say, "Come here." Would it be weird to tie someone to a tree and then do like a true detective on them? Well, didn't they do stuff? Didn't they say Ted Bundy used to try to get his girlfriend to like like pretend to be dead or whatever, yeah. like just lay there, lay quiet oil, like, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, look, if you're... Uh, if that's what you're into. If it's what you're into. But I'm just, like, six inches from the hand, <laughs> show me the boobs. That's it. I'll never get done for a Me Too, because they're, like, they're, w- they're too far away. Yeah. I, Say nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Parker Ray, he would, he would often target uh, vulnerable women, such as drug addicts and prostitutes. And according to Cindy Hendy, who was his long-term girlfriend... Uh, it was because they were easier to control and no one would come looking for them because mm. they were like vagrants, vagabonds. Uh, Cindy with Parker Ray's girlfriend uh, for, for 
a long time and they got off on committing these awful acts on women in their capture. Uh, she had also had a previous boyfriend called uh, Dennis Roy Yancey and both of them together, later it was found, killed Yancey's ex-girlfriend Marie Parker, no relation. Uh, Hendy then graduated on to Parker Ray as her murder beau and they ended up committing a load of fucking murders of together. Stuff. Just on Yancey. Yeah. Right? Because <clears throat> Just to give you an idea what the characters, I don't know if you have this later on in the notes, in the town of Truth or Consequences, yes. they had to cancel Halloween because him and his friends were going around murdering animals and just basically being obscene assholes. And I assume this is when they were young. This is when they're teenagers yeah, or whatever. Teens. So a whole town had to cancel Halloween because of a... First of all, let's roll back to the name of that town <laughs> in New Mexico. Truth or Consequences. Good name. What the entire fuck is uh, that as but, a name for a town in But America? it was in Elephant Butt. Elephant, elephant booty. Butt. I'm butte. <laughs> elephant I don't know booty. how do you say it. I don't know. Let's call it elephant booty. I like. I like. That. I think it's butte, but I'm going to call it, it elephant, be elephant booty. Yeah. Um, Truth or consequences is the name of a town, and both of these towns were basically like either sides of the river. Yeah. And Yancey <clears throat> and his and his mates went on a kind of a like a an et let's ride ride around town on our bikes Stranger Things style, but instead of like saving. Uh, a benevolent and peaceful extraterrestrial, they would murder cats and dogs. Mm. And if there, if ET was there, they would have been the kind to put firecrackers into his uh, yeah. into his rectum, which would have been terrible because <laughs> ET already looked sort of like the inside of a rectum. Is you know, so that's you know, turn just, ouch, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> just giving himself the deal. Uh, the uh, hemorrhoid cream. But I mean, like, first of all. A load of dead animals might make Halloween better. I, I don't know. I don't know. Just playing devil's advocate. No, I'm obviously joking. Like, that's the kind of craziness that they had. Like, it, sound, it seems man, like a scary town to live in. More, like a future serial killer shit. Bedwetting, animal bed hurting. And what was the other one? Um, Bedwetting, animal hurting. Telling the, your fiance that you murdered and raped someone and tied them to a tree and killed them. That was up there. That was up there. That's definitely in the top five. There was something I read the other day. It was bedwetting. Bedwetting. It's bedwetting, obviously animal harming, and there was another one. vaccines or the blame of vaccines? I think it might have been vaccines. vaccines. Yeah. No, it was one they they not disproved it, but they sort of said it, this is too much of a reductive way of looking at crossed eyes. And if you keep doing this, those people do that. They're just like every now they just go, yeah, just like the next. What's his name? Uh, Gary Oldman. Just do that Gary Oldman stretch from Leon. Yeah. It's like that That kid is definitely you a probably, serial killer. You probably got a few issues. But yeah, there was I another one I can't can remember. I for like any kid at Westerbend is going to be a serial killer. Like, but I used to stay up too so late listening to the Power FM when I was 11. And then I, 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 you know, I think it happened one time. And then I wasn't allowed to listen to radio in bed no Drinking more. big bottles of cider. I was just, yeah, big gulps. It just, it just <laughs> seems that like... Not all kids who wet the bed become murderers, but it just so happens no, that no, all serial killers not. were kids who wet the bed. The, the reality is, if, if you... I think there's a certain age bracket where you'll probably pull the legs off, off a spider or you'll crush it. a snail or something. And maybe not even feel bad, but you're kind of trying to... F you're explore. You're a kid. You're young. You're, you're yeah. like... But when you start, like... Experiment with mortality. And not understanding it at yeah, all as yeah. well. Um, and I think the other side of it is that if... I believe 100% that if you can knowingly and purposely hurt an animal, then you're likely to be able to do that to a human. Like I, I would imagine I, so, yeah. Because yeah. I, I have a cat and I love the absolute, he's a complete bollocks, but I love him and he's he's not nice to me, but I cuddle him all the time. And uh, I, I, I just couldn't imagine even, like I couldn't imagine 
the want to, to hurt him. Like you see, like if you go in your girlfriend's in bed with your best friend, you might be like, I want to, I want to punch someone. I'm not saying you do it, but you, yeah. you could feel that. But with an animal, why would you hurt an animal? Do you know what I mean? Like there's no... Because cats are assholes. No, my cat's beautiful, man. He's so, he's like a, he's the forest cat. And he has this, this hair everywhere. The, the, I literally, there's, our house is like a sea of floating cat hair. It just... An asthmatic nightmare. Ah, oh, you'd need, you need, we need like those lung syringes from Pulp Fiction every now and then. You need the, the hazmat the suits from, uh, <laughs> from Outbreak. I think that, uh, I read the other day about cats. Do you know that they have the... the toxoplasmosis. No, they have the breadth of, there was a test on, they have the breadth of emotions, almost similar to a human, that they can feel the same amount of emotions, including melancholy. That's and then serious. they have anger, disappointment, regret. Like but they don't have the happy emotions. They do have as well, but okay. they're just the... They're my go-to yeah, emotions yeah, when I'm li- listening to emotions. Um, yeah, they have they have like between thirteen and seventeen different emotions. I find that if I'm having like a bad day or whatever, if I'm yeah. feeling shitty and I like you know you just lie down on your bed or you're sitting down or whatever, I find the cat and it's totally anecdotal, could be totally wrong, but he'll come in and kind of like you know they purr to repair themselves. Yeah. So he'll come up, he'll he'll cuddle with you and he'll purr and absorb your and bad it's energy. Like I always thought that. Kinda, yeah. I think dogs are probably similar as well. You need me to filter out some of that bad shit you Mm. got going on, bro. And then other times he shits on the floor. It's a a roller coaster, you know? (laughs) Pick that shit up. Yeah. See this glass on the side of the table? Fuck that glass. My my cat's got this, this girl cat comes up to, so we have like a little court, like a tiny little courtyard, probably, I don't know, the size of this room. And so you can see the roof of the other house just across. It's all roofs. They're all terrace houses. Oh, it comes over and she's like, like that one the one where she's like oh, looking for some dick yeah yeah, you know? yeah but he's had the snip so he's like the he's just playing it so cool yeah I'm he goes up and he's like he sniffs around and he's like mm, yeah maybe and then he just like go he's like fucking uh luke perry from <laughs> oh, like just no interest yeah his dick is a hook that has backwards face and hairs on it yeah well so he's she, not she, using his so yeah well she he's, don't know what she's missing because <laughs> it's gonna be painful But Parker Ray, he was, you know, preying on people who were vulnerable, man. Mm. Taking people from a low economic, low socioeconomic background, people who wouldn't be missed, and especially in truth or consequences, and in his own town, Elephant Booty, um, it seemed to be full of drifters, full of drifters, and crackheads, and just generally like out of society type of people. Yeah. People, people who were living fringes. on the fringe. Exactly, right. man. Um, so someone went missing. People were like, ah, probably moved on to another town. A lot of prostitutes, a yeah. lot of drug addicts. Probably like, not in a trailer uh, just yeah. down the road there. Having, having an awful trail. time. Yeah. That's you know probably I mean? not happening. And Yancey and uh, uh, Cindy, who were going out, have definitely committed crimes. Then Cindy upgrades to uh, David Parker Ray and they mm. become lovers. And as far as I, you know, understood from their relationship we were talking earlier on about like uh, ted budney trying to get his girlfriends to pretend to be dead so cindy was into the being bound and david parker yeah. was into the bondage and he would bondage her and she'd be like oh yeah do you know do the stuff to me i don't know how it goes mm. uh, i don't click on those videos and no i don't no, and no, i don't Eamon. and um eventually it evolved into the two of them talking to each other and saying come here listen i there's only so much I can pretend to not want to be fucked when I'm bound up and stuff because, like, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. What 
and David Parker Ray was like, yeah, what I really need is someone who genuinely doesn't want it. That's mm. what really would get me off. Because you pretending is grand, but I know that you're into it because, like, you're my girlfriend. Yeah. He, 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 he felt he needed to escalate it into someone who genuinely was. It, it is always a bit, I found it a bit scary that out of a town of 1,300 people. Two people. You, but there's even, because later you'll see his daughter, yeah. you'll see your man, um, Yancey. It seems like this, and then the parties, it seems like this town is full of assholes. Do you know what, dude? I'd say there's a lot of fucking towns with a lot of people like that. And I'd say it's smaller towns. Look at I could be wrong. Look at the Fred and Rosemary West situation. Like, we did a show recently on Fred and, we- Fred and Rose West. Like, they were in a real small town yeah. in northern England, and they had a lot of people coming over, engaging in some fucking shady shit. Look at all the stuff that's happened in Rochdale and Rochester and... Uh, Rotherham and all of these other places that begin with R, like a load of places that were victim, where thousands of young vulnerable girls were victims of uh, sex trafficking rings and and yeah. you know grooming gangs, where they did like sexually abuse and get into kind of inappropriate relationships and consistently and and habitually sexually abuse young girls, like that stuff is happening way more than anybody thinks. Look at Pennsylvania, man. The church was all over that, and every, there was loads of other people involved too, and no one ever did that. And like pedophilia, as Corey Feldman said, is the number one problem. And there's so many like people doing this sexually deviant behavior, and it's totally unchecked and it's totally unreported because, as we'll see later on, most of the time it's not believed in that shit because it's like I it's not that I don't believe it, I can't believe it. Yeah, yeah. Like that's fucked <clears> up, and I don't believe that there's a guy up the road who has a shipping container. With a gynecologist chair in it mm. that ties you in and fucking but I angle think, grinds your fanny lips off. I think nowadays we're we've seen so much of this. Like you're saying, the rise of true crime. It's like you know you had 1950s Ireland and the Catholic Church is just fucking disgusting with what they're doing to everybody. But that can't. Not that it can't happen now, but it's much more difficult for that to happen now because now if a kid comes home and goes, they just uh, on Facebook, the priest did something to me. Yeah, your dad be like. Let's go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a priest is getting bet. Like, it's yeah. going to be like exorcist one, two, and three down that fucking seminary. You know? <laughs> His ass is getting lit up. Yeah, I think... But do you know what I mean? Like, people will believe... that will tell, though. That's the, and that's the whole thing is that... The, and this is what David Parker <clears throat> rated. There was profiling going on. He picked the right people who were mm. vulnerable at the right time. And, and this is very... Con- like, I watched... There was a new thing on Netflix. It was like inside the mind of a... Uh, serial killer was one mm. then there's like mass shooter is a different one uh, the, the other one uh, insurance salesman the insurance salesman um, um, pro gamer yeah because they're a new breed yeah. uh, but they're basically saying just that the evil all these just evil all people. <laughs> bad people yeah. would better me it's street fighter <laughs> the the but they're saying there's these stages so one of the stages the aura stage they call it and that's when you're fantasizing about this stuff mm. and you can't stop finish your life it's the wanking in the window <laughs> that's what they're doing well like that's the when you're that's Tom. when you're going towards it but the aura is like it's all fantasy then you've kind of gone out and you're like alright well she needs to be whatever like six foot blonde hair blah 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 <laughs> death so by snooze death yeah. by snooze but they go out and they kind of try to find that person then there's one called the wooing stage where they actually try to get them to, to come somewhere give them a lift somewhere whatever and then it sort of ends with basically rapey sex murder and then a bit of necrophilia topped off and that's then how, that's how the other was. stage afterwards right is like Smoking this a massive depression afterwards <laughs> it's just, yeah. that was great uh, but apparently <laughs> terrible depression because they've done this thing and it didn't actually reach the heights of what they thought the fantasy would do for them so they wind up that they, they take mementos and blah 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 they wind up doing it again but it, it can never 
it's like it's not even like heroin because you do it the first time like that was awesome but this is like that wasn't <laughs> this as show awesome brought to you by heroin Bing! <laughs> fentanyl it, the, it, it, yeah i get what you're saying it'll never ever live up to the fantasy but you're keeping on chasing that like but they're dragon. trying to yeah and they're trying to like escalate it so i think that's probably why it starts off like you said he probably did tie a girl to a tree and then he was like, but what if I had this thing? What if there was an elaborate mirror system and they had to, and what if, uh, okay, and if it did, and like his, his fucking fantasies are batshit crazy. Yeah. Like, it's like the fucking Decepticons inside in the so toy awful, box. It's like. so Bananas. Well, Parker Ray, the way he would get these girls to do the thing that he wanted, he would brainwash them uh, using, pretty much using MK Ultra mind control techniques. Government employee who used MK Ultra. <gasps> well, he was just a janitor for the to state be fair, park. To be fair, yeah, <laughs> he wasn't. Not. Yeah, he's not an FBI agent. <laughs> uh, but they would be promised to be let loose if they cooperated with whatever like crazy sex games were going on. He he used to drug them with sodium pentothal, which is truth serum, hmm. and uh, phenobarbital, which is the, what what they make Xanax from. Hmm. So this is like remember me nots, Job's. Yeah, Job's remember yeah. me nots. Forget forget me nows. Forget me nows. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the forget me nows. Forget me nows. Um, Remember me not. Which <laughs> <laughs> no, you ironically forgot. That's crazy. Whoa. So, uh, the, the, yeah, both of these are used as like uh, psychohypnotic drugs and they make it extremely suggestible. Um, if you remember Brugmansia from long and ever ago, a few years ago, uh, the South American oh, drug, yeah, yeah. which is a white powder that the lads go like, I'm blowing into your face. And then you're like, your wish master. Mm. And then they're like, right, come on, we go upstairs and like, take everything out of your apartment and bring it downstairs to the lobby and you help them do it oh now. yeah yeah and you wake up in the morning going hey chuck the guy at the front desk is like hey mr papadopoulos what happened to you what what happened to all my furniture oh you and some guys you brought it down from uh from your apartment last night and uh you got a truck to come up you were totally okay with it yeah you gave me five dollars to keep my mouth shut for some reason <laughs> Like Chuck, yeah, some Brugmansia shit. Well, man, thing, you know? yeah, bring you to an ATM, just have you clean out your bank account, and you do cash. it, yeah, no problem, and you'd be happy so, to. These women were all of high risk lifestyles. They were abducted pretty much in the same place, from the same location, the yeah. same establishment, same bar, yeah, man, yeah, which is fucked. And they were almost always alone, and they had their drinks drugged or were socially engineered in some way. Like he had his method down. Yeah, yeah, and yeah basically yeah. and he probably knew it's a town full of drifters you have people coming in just pick the right got, one that won't get you caught so and so got drunk tonight i'll give you a lift home yeah bada bing bada boom this is it well parker ray had only one child called glenda jean or jesse ray we should be referred to from now on and she was uh born very young she was very young when she was born but she was born from an early marriage mm-hmm. uh, with dave parker ray and his first wife yeah he had four wives altogether i think was uh, it? or did he four divorces four and divorces. then he married your yeah. one yeah. very lucky those other women can you imagine every devo- i bet it all went the same they were like getting into a bit of light bondage and he was like yeah. so uh thinking about taking this to the next level it's yeah. like dropped dropped <laughs> yeah dropped, i can't i can't dropped. sorry davis we fifth can't, time's a charm we can't do no. that yeah my or maybe they're just their their the muscles in their anuses just gave out oh, one Jesus. after the other well i heard cindy hindi was one of those she was like she could bait anyone she was like she was small 135 pounds she bait women who are 250 pounds yeah. yeah and you're like yeah it's like pound Give for a pound bait and take a bit pound for pound champ yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> like the, the conor mcgregor getting tied up and fucked i like this take this opportunity to apologize to absolutely no one yeah yeah you'll, ble- you'll bleed do nothing Dave parker right you'll do nothing <laughs> Do nothing to me, Fucking, anyway. You won't be able to keep me down. You can't keep me down. My jiu-jitsu's too good. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Tie me up and do some groundwork. <laughs> Ground and pound my ass. Every voice starts standing up. <laughs> you know? In 1999, when Jesse Ray's daddy was arrested, uh, she went public with the fact that he had, uh, you know, done a whole lot of stuff back in the day. And that uh, she said, I reported it back in 1986 and no one would listen to me. I, I reported it when it was at its height and the cops told me to fuck all the way off because they're like, no, that can't be true. And then he was arrested in 99, prosecuted in 2001. And like, she wasn't listened to at the time. Mm. And that's a huge problem in law enforcement. There are people reporting this kind of stuff and it's not happening. And we talked at the top of the show about, you know, women feeling unsafe. And of course you would if you start going, you, <laughs> of course you would feel unsafe if you have to go fire, fire instead of rape, rape, because mm. people will respond to somebody shouting fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This kind of stuff, you know. It's, uh, it's pretty awful. Um, she did, however, or in earlier years, introduce her friends uh, to her father and her uh, uh, boyfriend while they drank in the Blue Waters Saloon. Uh, one such friend was called Kelly Garrett, who was drugged in the bar and brought to Parker Ray. And he uh, took her as one of his uh, stable of sex slaves. Yeah. Um, he kept her sedated and he raped her for three days. And then she was left by the side of the road next to her in-law's home. As he, uh, David Parker Ray was bringing her out of the, uh, I guess, the, the, the toy box. Uh, she started speaking, making gurgling sounds. He thought she was dead. And he actually slit her throat. Yeah, And she right. didn't die from that either. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, this woman was left by the side of the road in front of her in-law's home. And this is a really sad part. She, they had assumed that she'd been missing on a drug binge. I mean, it is of the of the area, you know. Yeah, People yeah. go off and just, where, where are you going? I'm just having the crack. Ice capital. Well, yeah. she had had a fight with him beforehand, wasn't they it? They just got married three days before she was abducted. And yeah. they had a fight that evening. And she went out for a walk to clear her head after the fight. Went for a few drinks. Went for a few drinks. Yeah. Someone slipped her a Mickey Finn. She get fucking brought back to the thing diddled for three days got released put back on the step with her throat cut fucked up on drugs not being able to remember anything and her husband then went nah you were out doing loads of drugs and getting fucked up and you can't even remember what happened to you you were cheating on me you bitch get the fuck out and he put her out of the house and wanted a divorce so she had zero memory of this event and she ha- she was kicked out of her like kicked out of her family home after just getting married. She moved back to Colorado where she's originally from, and as the case became public in 1999, she was then reminded of what actually happened and came forward and said, "Yeah, I was under the attack." Didn't they get well. her with the tattoo? That was the thing they said. Yeah, they said that. Uh, we were talking about that. With yeah, the yeah, yeah, Videos and stuff like that. But she, along with others, were it was kind of afraid to come forward. Mm. Well, she said she was having dreams of having a knife to her throat and stuff, yeah. but she couldn't put it together, no. and so she. She and then I, I saw some interview with her and she was said, uh, you know, she can't go to the park with her kids. She can't go shopping like she just her life is ruined. Ruined because of PTSD. Of but course, yeah. as soon as the story of here's a man who would abduct women, put them in this chair in a thing and video and blah, blah, blah and all the stuff. As soon as that story came out, she was like, that's what happened to me. Yeah. And then she went in and and she was like, something happened, I think. And they were like, show like what identifying marks and they found the, the videos. We talked about that in a sec, but yeah. like. It was a whole thing where you had to put that together, you know? Craziness. Kelly Garrett, man. Really, really, really shit. Um, Jesse Ray also alleged that Parker Ray was abducting these women and selling them to buyers in Mexico. But because she was in her early teens when she went to the police, the evidence and details were insufficient and the authorities took no notice. Right. So maybe there's more than 60. He has 60 on the door for his score. 
as a serial murderer. Yeah, on on the notebook or whatever mm. they found with the dates, yeah. But I mean, is there more? Is there ones that he captured, had a day or two with, and then sent on down the road after some like sex party or dog party or whatever? Well, if you're kitting out a trailer that's going to be worth a hundred grand and you're a janitor for the government... You're making a few bobs somewhere. Yeah. I don't know, maybe. Do you know? Um, <clears throat> then Jesse was kind of alleged to have... <laughs> helped Parker Ray to commit these crimes was really in some weird. way yeah in a couple of years she was like I don't know, this man. is terrible I, I mean but you know what else I, I do it too you're like what the fuck that's weird then, but I think if you're around it for long enough to you're, you yeah, just normalise it yeah yeah. Um, she helped her father kidnap and sexually assault women so she was the one slipping stuff into people's drinks in the bar and uh, when they were both arrested in 1999 she got two and a half years in prison and five years probation mm. for abetting kidnapping and it's, yeah, actual bodily harm. It's because of the, the plea that... Uh, she gave up all the information on David Parker, right? Well, no, Ray, actually, this is what we were saying, one of the things where he, like, showed, did something sort of compassionate, he made a bargain... To let his daughter off with years. To let her off with years, I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, so basically, there's that part, we'll see it later, when uh, one, during the, 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 the court case, he basically says, look, let's just stop this. One of the... Um, Women given evidence has stopped this. It's just torture. Yeah, <laughs> but he basically says, "Look, I I did it, whatever." But he makes a plea bargain that takes a, a lot of the years off uh, off his daughter and puts it on to Yancey. No, I don't think old, 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 old Yancey. Yancey got eleven years in nineteen. I think Yancey, the uh, your one, um, Cindy, Cindy Hindi. You should never trust anyone with a rhymey name. No, no, or two first names as a as a first and second name. Um, but basically, yeah, she, I think she got out last year. I think. Uh, uh, no, no, she's in parole. I checked that out today. Oh, okay. I thought that she was parole. She must, so she, she put didn't. put up for parole, but she has not been released. Right, yet. right. So it's I a two year you. process. She Are they actually. At the end of this year. Or and they have year. to let her, she has to let I them know what her living yeah, situation She's, in, she's you know. in the process right now. I don't think she'll get out really. Yeah. You, you don't, I don't think you can rehabilitate people like that. I don't, like how. Not that she should be in <clears> jail forever, but she should serve the sentence that she was given, which is 36 years. Yeah. Do you know yeah, I mean? for something like that. For something like that, especially. Mm, yeah. You know? And you could have that Charlie Manson defense where, you know, like your one Van Houten got released recently on parole mm. uh, for, as part of the Manson family. You could have that where it's like, look, I was fucking brainwashed and I was a child. It's like this one was a woman. She knew it And she was, was engaged in this behavior before it escalated to something illegal. Mm. So it's not that she's going to go and find another pack array and start doing some shit with him and go, come here, this is what the Thai Box Killer did. Mm. And this, what, this is what works. But like, she's probably not going to be shit, a great asset to shit. society. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, and I'm not saying that's that. Probably, yeah, it is. I'm not saying that people don't deserve a second a, chance, exactly. but there's levels to that. Exactly. There's you have to put a caveat in there by going like, yeah, you know, people are inherently mm. good. Like, remember that that kid, he he got a college papers or something like that. And he like some way leaked them online mm. and he was staring down the barrel of like. I can't remember how many 20 years, years in jail and he wound up because fe- it was a federal crime and but he, killed he, himself. he wound up killing himself and yeah. like just look at that like look at these together the weight the weight of the crime maybe doesn't absolutely they're trying to make an know. example so it doesn't yeah. happen again but I mean then you have these fucking crazy Same as Aaron, Swart- Aaron Swartz man who's Aaron Swartz do I know he, about he, him Aaron Swartz is like the, <laughs> he's this kid that uh, was basically like a boy genius he invented RSS which is the reason that you have podcasts in your ears right now yeah yeah um, he co-founded a uh, load of different technology companies uh, he helped to develop Reddit in its earliest years he invented a whole lot of different internet protocols and a whole lot of technologies and then he went on this in his early 20s went on this whole bit about like 
internet security and all this stuff. And he got into some shit with the FBI and they basically pinned a load of stuff to him. And uh, he killed himself the day before his court case. Now, there is suspicion around it being possibly a murder. Mm. But everyone around him was just manipulating him and using him. And he was looking at some serious jail time for the stuff he was doing, which is benevolent for the planet. Yeah. Like, a young yeah. man in that position may or may not be able to handle that kind of stuff. For sure, yeah. Uh, look up your man Brock Turner. Mm. Who's not going to, you know, he's not going to serve all that time. No, and he did something like really reprehensible yeah you know it's so yeah. it's, it's it, it, you know justice is not this thing that's cut and dry and obviously there's a whole system mm. that decides that stuff but if you have a girl that's coming to the cops as a teenager and going my daddy has a basement kind of a backyard shed kind of a container and he brings girls in there and goes to town you know um it's totally crazy like the cops are gonna be like Fuck off. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? Put some fucking Carmex on your lips and get the fuck out of here. You crazy New Mexico and bitch. And she probably was a bit of a weird... I don't know if she was. I'm just, again, she was total a, conjecture. Most definitely looked weird in any of the pictures I saw. Mm. Like crazy crackhead face. Yeah. So you wonder, is she just talking? You know? Yeah. So you can understand how people yeah. can look, overlook yeah. it. But the, the whole justice system is kind of skewed against those kind of things come into justice. And when we find out what happens with this case at the end, it's still the same, man. It's the same mm. thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's fucked. It's totally fucked. So she <clears throat> ended up helping her father kidnap and sexually assault a lot of these women and only got two and a half years. Mm. I Like you said, is it from a plea bargain? It very well could be. Yeah, there was something, again, I just saw it in one of the documentaries and it was one part because I remember thinking to myself, I was like, Jesus, two and a half years isn't really enough. You know, in my limited but how, understanding how involved, of the legal system, how involved was she? You know, it seems. Ah, but man, if you're getting kidnapping people, you know what I mean. But like, you give some, you you're you're given a tablet and say, put that in that bar's drink there, or you know. Mm. But mean, again, how, I I did hear it was a plea, and that's you know Parker sort of said. Yeah, it seems it seems a benevolent thing to to try and save your. But he probably knows that he's going down forever from, anyway. Yeah. Like, you know. this is it. <clears throat> so we come to the toy box. Eamon's going to tell us. A little the bit about some box. of the some of the stuff therein. This is gross. Um, <laughs> Get ready. Put your put your uh, put your gross. Podcast yeah, yeah. Hats it, on it right just now. yeah. Forewarning. Some of the stuff here is just really. It's not that bad. <laughs> like we've know. done worse, but I'm just I saying. Just um, well, basically, yeah. So uh, Parker Ray constructed what he called the toy box, uh, which he also called Satan's Den. So it was a trailer worth one hundred thousand dollars. Um, after renovations and equipment that he purchased full of surgical instruments chains pulleys clamps electric tools he had a doctor's examination table um which had like the stirrups yeah gynecological yeah like so you put the you put the the heels up in these stirrups and yeah your whole business is on show he had there was cameras everywhere recording equipment um tvs on the roof tvs on on the the ceiling he had a mirror system so the women would have to watch what was like awful stuff he would have parties he would get people over they would all do do this awful depraved stuff to these Mm. these poor women i i heard somewhere the parties called eamon what were the parties the sex parties Oh no 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 no! Yeah, I don't come on. like this. The dog, the dog parties. Yeah, the dog, the dog parties. parties. Um, okay, so just before getting to that, just before <laughs> getting to that, okay, this is the worst part. Okay, but also, so the parties, the people that would come to the parties. Uh, apparently, Parker used to surround himself with a load of drug users and alcoholics. Yeah. So they would go to these sex parties, and 
oftentimes apparently these people would be the kind that would have no recollection of what had happened at the parties so there was less of a chance of i don't know them talking to someone that was part of his mo lads were like fucked up yeah 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 totally fucked up and if they were if they would remember they go to the cops they would be easily disbelieved yeah yeah people on the fringe man vulnerable people taking advantage of them you okay going back to the dog parties this is awful Uh, this is rough so he called them dog parties he'd restrict the woman in a cage in a position so that his i think he had three dogs so the dogs could rape her uh Parker and his friends would watch and tape these um, and they'd join in yeah they'd, they'd join in with this and they'd do some gang raping with a special wooden device that had immobilized the victim yeah there's, there was a there was this weird um, it's kind of like a like you know like a Victorian stocks kind of... and they put you in a position where no matter how hard you try to lift yourself up the weight of your own body would keep you bent over in a certain way it was like a you know in like a pew in a church mixed with a stocks, mm. and there's a picture of it online, and you, you just put put her into that, and there's like, it's like you know those stress positions that like Russian uh, prison guards put lads in, yeah, where you yeah, get yeah. your arms and they bend you down and they put your head down between your knees, so even if you tried to push back, like there was no way to 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 wriggle out of it, and uh, it, you know the, the lads would just line up behind her then and and do whatever, like the dog parties thing is like that's humiliation oh and that's would, what he wanted we get yeah. the woman into a cage like right down like a, a, a magician's assistant mm. but and he wants the back of it a bit open completely domineer them compl- yeah and th- there's he even and he'd be smearing pheromones and stuff and the dogs would be going yeah. mad and yeah yeah and he said he had like a german shepherd that was particularly and he, he in one of his tapes he described its, mm. its penis and it just fucking awful stuff like yeah awful rough. stuff rough but this is the kind of stuff that he was in it's like <clears> very very extreme cruelty extreme sexual deviate uh, um delinquency mm. and okay. and it's just complete disregard deviancy. for another human being mm. you know absolutely um so yeah the, the victims of all these crimes were basically found and kidnapped uh from near the same place so it's not it's not uh, uncommon to see this with other serial killers yeah so Dahmer picks up his victims at the same gay bar gay bar uh gacy picked up young teens at a bus stop and uh david ray parker would pick up his victims at that blue water salon or saloon that uh that gordo was talking about a second ago yeah it's like it's like you try the thing and it works so you're like oh yeah cool no i have it now i know yeah. how to do it do you know yeah yeah and it's just maybe far Practiced enough away from where yeah it is. yeah it's a it's a like for for Dahmer, he was going to the <clears throat> same bar and if it was a, again a transient community where you know some guy would go to that bar one night and he might not go back again for another month and people wouldn't miss him if he didn't show up and yeah. this kind of stuff uh gacy was picking up people who were vulnerable they were looking for a lift they were young men who were you know susceptible to coercion hey you want to get in the car you know he john Wayne gacy was like a stand-up member of society he was part of the the shriners or he's part of the the rotary club or whatever it was there and people are like oh yeah it's mr gacy and you get in the car and then the next thing you're in the fucking basement yeah yeah in the crawl space you know so Parker Ray will go into this bar. You see a girl fucking leaning over a, 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 a scotch neat and just be like, okay, boom, 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 drop mm. a couple of fucking phenobarbital drops into her drink and it's Off fucking shaky, shaky legs good night time. Yeah, yeah. And so the people who survived uh, corroborated that this was the method that he used. Mm. This was the last thing they remembered, I assume, or, you know, before they woke up in the in the, the toy box. Um Hendy and Yancey were the captors of some of the women. 
and uh, Parker Ray picked up a few on the road himself as well. Uh, and yeah, so there's a lot of stuff. He basically he's an opportunist. He's a predator. Yeah, you know. And he was waiting for these girls to leave, and then he would pick them up and, and offer them a ride home. Or Yancey and Cindy would be in the bar, or Yancey and his daughter would be in the bar together, and Yancey do the lifting, and it was kind of like a four way effort, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. The toy box killer, David Parker Ray, is named as the one guy, but there was a lot of other people in the operation to get these women back home. Yeah. For him, you know. Just just awful stuff. Um, <clears throat> so he also kept trophies of the victims. Again, yeah. super common thing with like serial yeah. killers and, and sort of people, psychopaths. Um, and there's a page on the FBI website where you can see the jewellery recovered from the toy box as And well. there's hundreds of pieces of jewellery. Really? Hundreds, like earrings and brooches and pins and necklaces and hundreds and hundreds of bits yeah and it's an fbi.gov like pay, you click it and it's like fuck load of earrings like yeah. loads and loads of stuff awful like if you saw that out on the table you'd be like that's a hundred people do you know yeah a lot of fucking people um tell us about the toy box itself then it seems to it seems to be the the crux of the whole situation here yeah so the toy box itself was at the back of uh parker ray's house located in in that town elephant butte that we talked about earlier yeah, right bo- next to booty booty uh right next to truth or consequences <laughs> uh that was the thing when i was actually watching the documentary on this i like with truth or consequences like is that like a nightclub yeah or i didn't know it, it took me a little while to but in america they have towns like you know uh forgetfulness illinois <laughs> or like you know on we louisiana or something yeah, like some yeah. weird fucking names you know i suppose so truth or consequence yeah, i suppose yeah. it's like or consequences it's like welcome to disappointment idaho there's not much here <laughs> but you're still welcome <laughs> so the house itself backed onto a massive state park um so basically had miles and miles of unimpeded and private land to bury whoever didn't survive the box experience there's also a lake yeah. Where you could just dispose of all these bodies. It was actually like... Throw a few weights on it. And yeah. In term, and and, uh, and uh, subsequently, like the FBI have dived there to try and find any of the bodies. They can't find anything. Can't find in the land, they, they know rough areas where people might have been buried, uh, according to Hindi's... Basically what she said. Yeah. She, she was apparently like a canary as soon as she got in. She just fucking said everything, yeah. you know? No loyalty amongst thieves, it seems. But they to get that sweet parole, man. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, so basically there's that. And it also means that if, if someone escapes, there's actually nowhere. There's just land. Yeah. Just plain desert wide open, land. <laughs> wide open fields in New Mexico. And yet. I have. I uh, Yeah, exactly. Later. I have uh, included a picture there. I didn't know if Eamon had seen it, but I've included I a picture of this um, industrially powered uh, dildo on a piston that has a strap on it. And I presume it was used to, I want to say pummel is the word I want to use. One of the victims, if they were in the if they were in the chair, uh, it looks pretty crazy. It's it looks rough. It's like a it's like somebody's forearm on a dildo on a stick hooked up to like a a battery engine, like a piston engine. Yeah, it's it's gross. You can only imagine if that's just one of the quite that's the of the, the prolific amount of yeah. stuff that he had there. Yeah. Serious amount of stuff. Well, the toy box tapes were not released to the public, but the transcripts have been released. Uh, nobody's actually heard David Parker Ray's voice on these tapes, but very strange, very weird, very similar to the Saw uh, uh, movies where the 
drugged girl would be strapped into the chair and a tape would play and she'd be opening her eyes as it played and no one is in the room with her and it's David Parker Ray's voice and he's saying like welcome bitch it's your fucking nightmare it's 11 pages long yeah well we're not going to read everything thank Christ but there's (laughs) there is I'm going to put the full transcript uh, from from the website that I found it on uh, on social media so you can go and have a look at that or up on up on our website and uh, highlight some of the particularly crazy bits. Like, it's a good, like, podcast listen. Be like you're strapped into a chair in the nip with a chain around your neck and you're forced to listen to, like, a podcast of the threats of what sexual violence is going to be meted out upon you over the next hmm. piece it's, of time. It's, it's awful. While coming out of a phenobarbital, which is, like, an anesthetic. Ah, an yes, anesthetic. Yes, yes. So you're out cold, man, and then you and then you come to, and then it's like... What the fuck? <laughs> Parker Ray's voice, and he says stuff like this. We do a paragraph each. Oh, for, oh this, try this is awful. Hello there, bitch. Are you comfortable right now? I doubt it. Wrists and ankles chained, gagged, probably blindfolded. You are disoriented. And scared too, I would imagine. Perfectly normal under the circumstances. For a little while, at least. You need to get your shit together and listen to this tape here. It is very relevant to your situation. I'm going to tell you in detail why you have been kidnapped, what's going to happen to you, and how long you will be here. I don't know the details of your capture, because this is a tape is being created in July 23rd, 1993. As a general advisory tape for future female captors, the information I'm going to give you is based on my experience dealing with captives over a period of several years. Whoa. If, at a future date, there are any major changes in our procedures, the tape will be upgraded. Like, what the fuck is that? First, that's just... That's some, bure- that's some like, housekeeping before he gets in, you know? And he's like... <laughs> he's like... If, at a future date, there are any major changes in our procedure, the tape will be upgraded. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and go to patreon.com slash toyboxkiller to support my endeavor. <laughs> so awful. It's fucked. So awful. Here's the next bit. Now, you're obviously here against your will, totally helpless. I don't know where you're at. I don't know what's going to happen to you. You're very scared or very pissed off. I'm sure that you've already tried to get your wrists and ankles loose, and now you know you can't. Now you're just waiting to see what's going to happen next. You probably think you're going to be raped, and you're fucking sure right about that. Our primary interest is in what you've got between your legs. You will be raped thoroughly and repeatedly in every hole that you got. Because basically, you've been snatched and brought here for us to train and use as a sex slave. Sound kind of far out? Well, I suppose it is to the uninitiated. But we do it all the time. It's going to take a lot of adjustment on your part. And you're not going to like it a fucking bit. But I don't give a big rat's ass about that. It's not like you're going to have any choice about the matter anyhow. This is gross. (laughs) It's rough. I don't like reading this at all. No? Do you want to read it? I I did. Okay, I keep going. I keep going. I might go to the bathroom and just... (laughs) While you're reading this. Are you serious? It's... I I don't know, man. I just feel fucking gross reading this. Can you imagine waking up and listening to this tape? This is the thing. That's what I was thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. Waking up with a Don't think about it then. No, I can't stop. Don't think about it. I'm going for a wee. I actually (laughs) go for a wee. I need to wee real bad. But you keep going. You keep going. And I'll I'll be silent when I come back in. Okay. Because I want you to be on the camera. So we just have a pause. Okay. Two seconds. We're going to wait for Evan. Tell them all about it, the conspiracy guys. 
Hey, this is Gordo, and uh, I just want to take a little break from the grimness right now just to let you know about something special that's happening. On the 6th of October 2019, that's a mere few weeks away, I'm coming to London Town, and I'm going to be doing a gig in Bush Hall in London, and the tickets are available from the link below. It's a Sunday evening, starts at 7, we're going to have the bands, I'm going to be doing an hour-long presentation, we're going to have an interview with a guest who is TBA, uh, that's to be announced, it's not a weird disease. And then we're going to have a Q&A session with you where you get to ask me all the shit you want to ask. And the crack will be had. Drinks are there. And it's on in Bush Hall. It's going to be mega. So tickets are in a link below. You can get them now. They're on sale right now as of Friday the 26th of July at 10 a.m. So this episode is coming out just after that. So get in, get your tickets before they're gone. There's only a few hundred. And once they're gone, they're gone. I won't be doing a second show on that night, but I will be appearing at certain podcast festivals like the Cork Podcast Festival, Dublin Podcast Festival, maybe in Galway. Uh, people are asking me to go up to Scotland. I might be tipping up to Edinburgh during the festival at the end of August. There's a whole load of things that are happening and I want to be out and about uh, wearing down the shoe leather, going places, meeting people, seeing things and making podcasts with other folks. At the moment, I'm in Europe. Uh, I'm in my jocks because it's phenomenally warm. Global warming is in effect right now here. Uh, climate change, let's say, uh, and maybe not man-made, but it's fucking hot. I am sweaty, and I'm recording this show in uh, a hotel room in Poland right now after we've just visited Auschwitz. So if you want to get at some of that info and some of that content, hit up patreon.com slash those conspiracy guys, uh, and you can get some of that into your eye holes and ear holes. So yeah, get those tickets. London gig, 6th of October. It's going to be deadly crack. Link is in the description below. Uh, or you can check the website. You can check social media, Facebook, Twitter, or whatever. And uh, get them before they're gone. Okay, back to the grimness. There, yeah, there, it, it's rough. But there are there are some highlights. Like, there are bits that... Um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of verses to this thing. Uh, it goes on go, yeah, forever. You can yeah. go and read a lot of it. So I'm going to skip around here now. Here's, here's some more bits of it. Okay. You're here, we're going to make the most of it. You're going to be kept in a hidden slave room. It's relatively soundproof, escape-proof, and is completely stocked with devices and equipment to satisfy our sexual fetishes and deviations. I suppose he's talking about our being him and Cindy Hendy, right? There may be or maybe not another girl in the room. Occasionally, for a variety, we like to keep two slaves at the same time. In either case, as the new girl, you'll definitely be getting the most attention for a while. Now, as I said earlier, you're going to be kept like an animal. I guess I've been doing this too long. I've been raping bitches ever since I was old enough to jerk off and tie little girls' hands behind their back. As far as I'm concerned, you're a pretty piece of meat to be used and exploited. I don't give a flying fuck about your mind or how you feel about this situation. You may be married, have a kid or two, boyfriend, girlfriend, a car, job payment, whatever. Fuck it. I don't give a rat's ass about any of that. And I don't want to hear about it. It's something you're going to have to deal with after you turn loose. So there's a little bit of hope in there, you see. So yeah. it's just like if you just put in for it and just shut the fuck just up, deal with it. you'll be turned loose. Don't speak, don't do anything, don't plead, don't beg, and you'll be turned loose. Like, it's it's mind control. It's implanting those suggestibilities. And it's like, showing how much of an awful person he is that at the very start, he I'm, I guarantee he's looking to see the fear in the victim's eyes. Well, like I'd say he's, he's getting off it. on that. I'd say he's filming it, yeah, yeah like Saw. So. Just... God, you can't even, can't, you, just, you can't, you can't, can just read yeah. it and let yeah. the people decide, Eamon. It's tough. I make it a point never to like a slave. 
and I fucking sure don't have any respect for you. Here, your status is no more than one of the dogs of one of the animals out in the barn. Your only value to us is the fact that you have an attractive, usable body. And like the rest of our animals, you will be fed and watered, kept in good physical condition, kept reasonably clean, and allowed to use the toilet when necessary. In return, you're going to be used hard, especially during your first few days while you're new and fresh. You're going to be kept chained in a variety of different positions, usually with your legs or knees forced wide apart. This is where it gets, it gets, it gets a bit rough here now. Your pussy and asshole is going to get a real workout, especially your asshole, because I'm into animal sex. And both of those holes are going to be subjected to a lot of use with some rather large dildos, among other things. And it goes without saying that there's going to be a lot of oral sex. On numerous occasions, you're going to be forced to suck cock and eat pussy until your jaws ache and your tongue is sore. You may not like it, but you're fucking sure going to do it. And that's the easy part. Our fetishes and hang-ups include stringent bondage, dungeon games, little sadism... Nothing serious, but uncomfortable and sometimes painful. Just a few little hang-ups that we like to use when we're getting off on a bitch. <laughs> he, he actually wrote, <laughs> he says wrote it. it. Well, it's, it's written here, it's like written, he said yeah, it in yeah. the fucking thing, you know. If you're a young teeny baba and ignorant about fetishes and deviations, then you're going to get an enlightening crash course in sex. Who knows? You may like some of it. It, it happens occasionally. Like, he's almost going like, Sometimes these women that I capture and then brutally rape might like it. Like, genuinely, that's going on in his head as he's making this tape. In yeah. there is the craziness. That's like, the craziness, yeah. Do you know? He's rationalizing it on some level. If we want to take the time and trouble, even under these conditions, most bitches can be brought to orgasm. Now, I've already told you that you're going to be here a month or two, maybe three, if you keep us turned on. If it's up to my lady, we'd keep you indefinitely. She says it's as much fun and less risky, but personally, I like variety. Fresh pussy now and again to play with. We take four or five different girls each year, depending on our urges, and sometimes accidental encounters. Basically, I guess we are like predators. We're always out looking. Now, that goes on and on and on, and there's loads and loads. Literally 11 pages. Like, pages and pages. Like a 20, if you read it, I'd say it'd take 20 minutes, you know? Absolutely. And copies of these tapes have, have either been lost or destroyed because there's no known versions of them online. And you know now if there were actual audio clips, they'd be out there somewhere. Someone, like the Jonestown tr- fucking tapes are out there like to listen to, you know. Uh, the thing about the tapes and the contents therein and the crimes that he committed and the fact that he was found and the evidence was there of him doing those crimes... Because these tapes were found, there was videotapes found, and there was also a journal kept of the attacks and the dates when they happened. Now, he would describe exactly what he did to the victims, I guess, so he wouldn't be doubling up on stuff like, did, did we ever, you know, use a tennis racket or something, you know, like it's that he trying to, he made all these journals of exactly what he was doing, and for how long... I guess he was trying to reach some kind of high score, like some kind of internal thing between him and Cindy where they were like, what have we done? Let's get more extreme, yeah, more extreme, more like extreme. Something like that must be amping up. Absolutely. Like, yeah. And then he'd leave a code to be able to find that then on the tape that when he was filming the attack, because he, he filmed everything and kept all these tapes. Like, So there's this whole big complex inside. There was a bedroom, there was a toilet, there was the torture room. It wasn't just like, you know, uh, it was very much like a Fritzl type of, you know, here's the, here's the living room, here's the kitchen, here's the study, here's yeah. the torture room. 
Like there was a whole kind of a little complex back there. And was know? is this like obviously Fritzl just had the the daughter or whatever in there? Yeah, uh, I don't know a super whole lot about Fritzl. I, yeah. I didn't do that episode with you guys, but did he didn't have the same sort of like obviously definitely didn't have the same sort of utensils? No, no, no. It's just stuff. a general, just area. a general. Yeah, yeah. Right, he just right, go right. in and just common or garden, right, right. Scrape or whatever. Okay, but he he would write all these things down in a in a. A journal and try and you know beat his high score or whatever and these journals were brought out in court and the and the videotapes as we said earlier on kelly garrett who was a victim of hacker ray she was left on the on the doorstep of her in-laws with her throat cut she couldn't remember what happened but she has a very intricate tattoo on her leg mm. and from one of the videos when she came out these videotapes that were kept helped to identify her as one of the victims yeah like that's crazy that you could see a video of yourself from something that you don't remember of something so awful and go totally makes sense that's why i can't remember that thing and why i've been suffering with ptsd and drug addiction and alcoholism for the past like <laughs> 10 years yeah since this happened yeah bananas but this is these are the things that were pinning parker ray to the wall and as we go on and find out what happens in the court case we find that maybe it's not enough which is the most criminal part of it yeah yeah like he basically says all the stuff he's going to do because there was no evidence that he actually did it Maybe he couldn't be convicted. Did they for have it. enough evidence with the the videos and? That's it, man. They can't because yeah. they were able to, like, you know, he yeah. got like a crazy sentence. Not crazy sentence, but they couldn't prove any of the murder. While yeah. they suspected there was no evidence, they couldn't find anything. So it was just no three. bodies, no yeah. nothing. Only those three women, and one of those even couldn't be brought to court. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the victims yeah. then. We talk about the first one, Cynthia Vigil. I mean, you know, yeah. let's know about her. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So in March 1999, Cynthia Vigil escaped the toy box uh, while Parker Ray was out and about. What's interesting is just about this one in terms of why they wound up uh, kidnapping her. Apparently, Cindy Handy wanted to go and visit her relations because uh, someone had had a baby or something like right. that, was it? And he was like, oh, well, if you're going away, then we need to get a new slave while you're gone. And this slave would turn out to be his undoing, thank God. Right. But so that's that's that just to, to give you the background, but I think uh, I think Cynthia Vigil was a, a prostitute probably from up in Elephant Butte. I think Elephant Booty. El- sorry, Elephant Booty. Um so <clears throat> basically Parker Ray was out um and Cindy Henny had left the keys to her um she had like the dog collar and, and chains. Yeah, and there, was a, there was a big metal collar around her neck and a chain that chained her to the chair. And she was naked for the, for the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so Parker Ray was out and I think Cindy had left the keys close to her. So she managed to actually unlock uh, the chains and basically got into a fight with Cindy. Now, Cindy got her in the head with a lamp. Yeah. Uh, but Vigil was able to get her hands on an ice pick and I think... Stabbed her in the neck. A dose of times, apparently. Yeah. Uh, now, didn't kill her didn't or anything, her. but managed to, you know, disorient her. So she managed to run away, <clears throat> get into the neighbor's yard. So she burst through the door, basically, just wearing this metal collar and the chain, completely naked otherwise. Um, and she actually also called 911 before leaving the house as well, I think. Right. So this is how they kind of were able to get the two, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the neighbor rings the police uh, and they come, they listen to this terrible story, what's happened to this poor girl, you know, so being raped and tortured by by um, this just crazy man and woman, you know, and they, she's telling them all this about the medical instruments, the electric shocks, all this other industrial repurposed material that's been used uh, in this sex dungeon, just... Sounds, cr- imagine if you're a cop and you're like, no, you're, what, you're like, oh. here in elephant booty? No. <laughs> um. 
And so what winds up happening then is that they know that one call has come from Parker's place. the house. Exactly. The other one then has come from this neighbor's house. Yeah. Um, but what Cynthia says to them is she's picked up in Albuquerque, uh, where she's working as a prostitute. Um, she'd arranged her oral sex for $20. And then, posing as an undercover police officer, uh, Parker Ray arrests her and puts her in handcuffs. So she's put inside the RV where she's yeah, bound. Yeah, like a one man, one man job where he socially engineers her to get into the RV. Yeah, and once she's yeah. in, do you know it's game over. It's game over. Yeah, they drive for an hour, um, and then she's bundled out of the RV, chained to the chair, forced to listen to one of those tapes that uh, are just fucking disgusting. The tape explains that she's now a sex slave, part of Parker Ray as master, and Hendy's the mistress. Uh, She's told she'll be cared like for a dog, but made to perform sex acts for his friends. She'll be raped and tortured, um, and that if she didn't cooperate, she'd be killed. And and if you were after, if you were a prostitute, you're used to some like reasonably shady shit. I'd imagine so. Yeah, you, you know, you, you'd have your fair share of odd stuff. You know, mm. um, not all men like to talk. Just it's yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah. some, it's a fucking risk, a risky life. Yeah, absolutely. And then she's getting picked up <clears throat> in a in a car park. By allowed to pretend to be a cop, slaps a metal collar on her. I mean, you know some shit's going to go down. And then you have to listen to those tapes. Like, that's mm. brutally unfortunate. It's a strong woman, though. When you look at actually yeah. how she got away, how she fought. I mean, I don't know anything about her, really. But, but uh, you know, fair play to her for actually... But that's what I mean. I'd say it wasn't the first time. Like, most people would be in shock and awe yeah. over that stuff. Like, this is a thing that's completely, like... This is bananas. For As far as weird sex stuff goes, I'd say she's seen... A good bit of it so it wasn't as much of a massive shock yeah maybe maybe do you know yeah maybe like you know like army dudes like when they see your fucking mate's head explode a few times and then it just they become desensitized so they're like yeah yeah do you know death is war war is death whatever you're in this crazy situation yeah yeah let's make the most of it so she ended up like fighting back yeah managed to get away um but she, she was in for a rough time, though, in that place, right? No, it's a terrible, terrible time. But the, the, the crazy part is when they triangulate the area, they go to the 911 call of uh, of Parker Ray's house. The two of them, when the police question them, basically say they were helping Vigil to detox from heroin because she was an addict. Yeah. You know? I know, obviously, they go and look around at the video and the audio tapes are found. That's enough to show they're lying. They find the fake badge that Clearly Parker Ray's used. And yeah. then when they open the, 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 the toy box, they're like, ah. Yeah, right. they find a lot of fucking cattle prods and giant dildos on it, on uh, piston engines and fucking straps that were able to strap her to the ceiling when she was able to be gang raped by a lot of people oh, in cages yeah. and all sorts of fucking stuff. Um, another one, she wasn't actually the only one that escaped. Another escapee was Angela Montano. Um, Angelica Montano, sorry. Uh, she was picked up on the side of the road by an off-duty police officer. Uh, she, showed him, she told him what had happened to her uh, and she wasn't believed. Um, I think that he did actually say that she could come and make a statement but like a lot of people probably from that area she'd had previous encounters with the ga- cops maybe like didn't want to get involved with the police and just sort yeah. of chose to to get away and from also it. was probably being intimidated by parker a outside because they used to do that too yeah yeah totally um but this is a real sad story yeah so vigil was a prostitute and maybe an unreliable witness but montano comes forward after uh vigil sort of becomes public with what had happened yeah uh 
And like you're saying, yeah, or like I was saying, rather, she let it go after the police wouldn't help, but came forward later. So she let it go in terms of when the original thing in happened. In 95, yeah. yeah. And then in, in 99, when he was arrested and, and Vigil came forward, Kelly came forward, and now Angelica was coming forward too. Yeah. And that's it. And the saddest thing is that just yeah. before the trial, so uh, there was there was Vigil, <clears throat> there was Angelica, and there was Garrett. But just before the trial, uh, Angelica died of a drug overdose before she got a chance to give her testimony against Parker Ray. That's the sickener. You know? Yeah. That's the sickener. And and Kelly Garrett, uh, her case ended up getting thrown out of court for for arbitrary reasons. Mm. And then uh, Cynthia Vigil's case couldn't be proven because of lack of evidence. So to be mm. honest, like it looked like Parker Ray was going to be... And he actually owned... Getting off. Like, he, 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 yeah, he struck the plea, yeah. Only for he said, yeah, go on, take me. <clears throat> he may have got away with it. Yeah. Because, like, they couldn't actually pin that on him. Like, that's fucked up. Like, you literally have a fucking container full of nightmares out in your back garden. Yeah. And they still can't put you in jail. Yeah, yeah. Even terrible. though three women have come forward and said he did awful stuff to me. There's videotaped evidence. There's an audio tape that says all the things he's going to do. And then a lot of women show up and say, yeah, he did those things. And he's still not going to jail. Yeah. Sometimes you should just be allowed to put people away for, for assuming they're very creepy. <laughs> I think you should just be allowed to do it. Yeah. Lives. There's a lot of people that end up in jail. <laughs> but basically, yeah, with testimony from Parker Ray, his accomplices and survivors, um, it's estimated that he kidnapped, tortured and murdered up to 60 women, which is absolutely bananas. Yeah. And also the court could only prove the kidnap and torture of Cynthia Vigil, as you said, because... Uh, or sorry and the attempted murders of Montano and, and Kelly Garrett as yeah. well then but like he almost got away with some shit yeah yeah and, and one of his victims died of a drug overdose presumably self-medicating after the trauma what happened to her yeah of course like terrible stuff and when he did mm. what happened in the court I don't know if you have this down in the but it's about vigil when they're doing the court and she she just loses it just kind of starts, starts calling screaming. him a bastard screaming and there's, at a, him. there's an audio clip you can go on YouTube and, yeah. and as soon as he, he looks up at her like she nearly gets held in contempt of court for her outburst oh yeah they have to call the paramedics yeah. and calm her down like she of course like I mean of course, of course. you know of course um, you're opposite your abuser you know it's and but basically yeah like she and apparently after that he just said yeah let's just stop doing this sort of admits to well, wait, here it is. David Parker was supposed to stand trial the three times, one for Kelly, uh-huh. once for Angelica, and once for Cynthia. But he was just about to stand trial for the rape and torture of Kelly. Uh, Roy Yancey stopped cooperating with the authorities, and he started saying some shit like, oh, yeah, you know, um, Parker didn't do that, and it was me. And then he said it was me and Cindy. He started giving, like, fucked up accounts of what was happening. Presumably, I guess, under pressure from Parker A, who was like, mm. Mary Yancey, will you take the, the fall for this? I'm an old man and I'm not going down. There was obviously some kind of like, you know, Charlie Manson had like texts. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, uh, B- Billy Solel and all that stuff. Like, so um, prison guard said that Roy had received a, a note with only rats die in jail written on it. Yeah. Um. So I guess Yancey was shitting himself that he was going to get fucking shivved if he had a squeal on Parker Ray. So he must have had some kind of sway in prison you know there was no proof that linked the note to, to Parker Ray but it seemed likely to be from him obviously yeah. because he was given evidence against him uh, meanwhile on November uh, uh, November 1999 Cindy tried to recant her confession she, she was the only one that was going to be you know able to give all the gory details and yeah. how many you know uh, victims there truly were 
Uh, it seemed that Cindy had been, she'd been getting notes too smuggled in from David's lawyer saying things like, I love you, I want to marry you. And that he got a tattoo of her on his arm. Yeah. And this was the thing that she wanted so long as he cooperated. So long as she cooperated with him and did, like, you know, recant it. Because kind of everything that he went down for was corroborated by her and she was his downfall in a way. Yeah, yeah. And she just basically admitted to everything to get herself yeah. as little time as she could. Exactly, you know? as yeah. you would. Yeah. Uh, even though Ray was only tried for three murders, investigators believe that he raped, tortured and killed up to 60 women in the course of his life, but they've never been able to locate yeah. any of the other bodies, man. And most of the evidence uh, is this from this high body count is a diary that he kept, like they were talking about the journal earlier on. That's the only reason they have that high of a, an estimation. And that could just be like, you know the 2000 and 2001 version or you know the way you get like a diary every year it's like he had one for 1990 to 1993 and another one from 93 to 96 yeah and another yeah. one from 96 to 99 so maybe it was only 60 in like that last small period well that's it yeah and they just you know keeping the mementos yeah and, yeah fucking trays full of earrings and brooches but uh yeah like he it doesn't say where he buried them it doesn't say you know, if they died or not died, it was just whatever he did to them sexually, time and how long it took. But he was smart frequency. as well because Yancey showed them where they had buried his ex-girlfriend, mm. showed the police and what they believe Marie is Parker, that, uh, yeah. yeah, they believe that Parker Ray actually went out and had dug her up and relocated her so that there'd be no evidence because they found the spot, but there was nothing there. Nobody. Clever man. So, and uh, the, again, a lot of these guys are... What, the, what I meant recently, uh, again, looking at something about brains of serial killers, and they said their neofrontal cortex is very highly de- it's developed well. So that's the Probably thinking Probably all the part. fantasy about the murder. <laughs> well, this is it, yeah. Imagination is like lifting weights for your brain. But their amygdala <gasps> doesn't work, so they can't regulate emotion. So they're like super smart people with no emotion, Ooh. which is kind of not ideal. Something to do with vaccines, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Chug it down. Good luck. Tell them all about it, the conspiracy guys. Well, here's here's the the, the pinnacle, the finale. Uh, after his arrest, Parker Ray eventually agrees to show authorities where he buried all these victims. He said, "Yeah, I'll give them all up. Mm-hmm. I'll give them all up. Give me a cushy number in some nice prison, and we we'll, we'll we'll give him two hundred and twenty-four years. Uh, yeah, that's what he got for his sentence. Yeah, which is which is just you know." Just, just, just maybe less of the years we should. We need him in there for three <laughs> lifetimes at least, you know. Just in case he turns Hindu and comes back. I hope that 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 sort of circle of life is a thing, and he just comes back as one of his victims. Like he need. I just because this like time, end, time this ends circle. like fucking. This ends like yeah, like well, no country for old men. This like, is it. He was transferred to the Leah County Correctional Facility uh, in Hobbs, New Mexico, and he was set up to be questioned by state police, but. Just days before the questioning, where he was going to dole out all the information where his victims were buried, he died, like, reasonably peacefully of a heart attack. Uh, Second heart attack. I think he'd had one before then, and then, yeah, this was the one that finished him. So, May 22nd, uh, he died of a heart attack and died with the knowledge. Well, he did do days in prison. He did, yeah. yeah, But but he didn't do any official stuff. Any days for for the sentence that he was handed down, no. Fucked. Just... It's so just, bringing the knowledge of his, the burial of his victims to the grave. Mm. It's so unfair. And as we said, yeah, his daughter who who uh, tried to rat him out originally. And obviously rats don't mm. die in prison because she was in there for two and a half years and got out. That's totally fine. Uh, but he, apparently he, again, another thing that he did that was like... There, so there was one thing, I think, with Garrett. Uh, 
that was the other thing I think I said this before about the plea bargain but with Garrett he had said she was saying please let me go home to my family to my yeah. boys blah blah and he said oh he said why do you have to be so nice I, I feel bad I, I, I almost feel bad about this yeah. or something like that still tried to kill her of course uh, yeah. and that was one thing I wondered about why do you think that he actually lets some of these victims go oh. I'd say I'd say like it was just he used them till they broke but why do you think he didn't kill everybody? If I think he, he killed, he, he killed of some people. of them by accident. Oh. You know, the intention was to let them go, or if they couldn't be trusted to be let go, if he got one that was not the minds, yeah, the mind was still there. Working, yeah. yeah, didn't have all that control, or didn't have you know the phenobarbital all up in the head. Yeah, it didn't work. It's like just... it, 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 they'd go out and remember and be able to pinpoint them, and mm. they'd squeal or they'd be believed more than like you know. Yeah, I mean, Kelly Kelly went to the cops like Angelica Montana went to the cops. They weren't believed because it's too crazy the story or obviously their reputation in the it area. Is, but I mean, if you imagine if, you, if if I just went into the the guards tomorrow and came like it, it is uh, I mean, like I'm not saying we shouldn't be story. believed, but it's so bizarre yeah. they'd probably go we need to check this guy's mental health records. And she's if they check mine they'd be like, "I oh, know this kid's fucked." Yeah, <laughs> about can't here. believe this one. They'd be like, "No, no, no. He's he's not been right for years, yeah. I'm afraid." But it is it is a really sad thing because I'm sure. Look, I'm sure it's true that that. Uh, to be careful what I say here now because I don't mean it the way I was about to say it. I mean I'm sure there are reports of really outlandish stuff like this that probably maybe do come from people who are having maybe episodes where they're not fully connected to reality. It's a shame that because Artists people just want to stir some shit. Yeah, there's and there's any amount of yeah, reasons I suppose for that. But it is a. If real, you want to go onto Reddit and find a load of cases where women cry rape against like some college football guy or some you know somebody in school with them or like some you know local businessman and she's just looking for a bit of instagram how are you getting on and a few bob you can find dozens of those mm. dozens but and it's a gr- it's an easy way to create an air of dissonance around your head where you're going like yeah yeah you know all these fucking tots are out there like crying rape and ruining young lads football careers now it's in the vast, 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 vast minority. minority, yeah, vast minority, and that's and I but think because it's so contentious and because it's it, it it leads to that type of narrative, the people who want that to be perpetrated or want that to be perpetuated out in the media, they want that to be the, the they will put part. that to the top of where it needs to be to be seen. Yeah, and it's it's difficult because it's very difficult. Like when you're talking about a, a sort of a sex crime or an assault or something like that, it's it, the way we handle them is very difficult because the interrogation of the victim and all that. I'm not sure, again, I look, I don't, I've never studied law, I don't know what the thing is, but I, I, it surely there has to be a different way, that's, I don't know what it would be. Some I, kind of Vulcan mind meld, just to get the information <laughs> directly from her head. I mean, maybe that's the move, maybe mm-hmm. that's what we go, but again, it, it's because it must be so re-traumatizing and so hard for someone who's gone through uh, this terrible, not, not even, the, I mean, just like, like, this is the worst of the worst as, as far well, as I man, can tell. Like, a lot of the time... We're getting on a different a different show now. Yeah. But a lot of the time, sexual assault is so subjective. Do well, you know I mean? it's such a thing of like, well, I was into it for a minute. And then when I said, like, I'm not into it anymore, he was still into it. Mm. And a lot of those things, you know, then you get into the argument consent and it's all, you know, there's a lot of stuff like that goes behind that. There's a lot of minuscule philosophies around like, well, there's that. When there's should that. she stop or when she should stay? No, like, 
Well, I think well, the hard they're... and fast rules are like when a woman says no, get up and get out. Like, but I think that, and again, some sometimes social cues are hard to pick out on. If you're with a woman and you feel that something isn't, she's not okay. Yeah, she's but if not your amygdala is not working, and you're just oh like, no, if you're a psychopath, that's not going to fly. But I mean, there. if you're in that position and you feel it yourself, yeah, maybe the thing to do is to say, well, not maybe. The thing to do is to say, look, is is everything? Are you okay with this? Is this is this okay? A lot of the time, and it is non-verbal and subject. That's what I'm checking. saying. Like. A but again, things there's may, I, and I'm, I'm sure there's men in that situation that maybe don't think of that at the time. I'm not saying it excuses or anything is excused. Yeah. I'm just saying it's a really tricky Super area. Tricky. But with things, I That's mean... That's way above our pay grade. Oh, I'm, there's no way. I, I don't <laughs> even have, uh, I don't have an opinion. Just everyone be fucking Dude, really nice to each other. You That's, have a, you just have be really nice to each totally other. Valid, but the thing is, like, we're talking about this situation being an absolute, like... This is the worst un- of the worst. yeah just like ab, ab, like subhuman yeah. level crimes like treating people like they're you know furniture no it's like a Mars bar wrapper you right? just you throw it away you never think of it that's again. it that's so like it's terrible so for that to happen to somebody and then they go report it and there to be abs- actual objective like physical evidence like a whole fucking room full of torture devices and the cops to kind of go nah I don't believe that's a thing. You're like, why would some girl who just changed her mind made makeout session and just go, oh, fuck it, I just, I didn't, I didn't let my non-consent be proper, I, I, you know, I, I, it's probably my fault. I just didn't tell him no properly or something. I just, I forget about it. I don't want to make a big deal about it. Because if there's a bitch going, he has a fucking, he has an RV and it's full of fucking knives and f- petrol powered dildos and all. And he fucked me up and look at, I have all this shit all over me and I have fucking bite marks and my fanny looks like a, someone kicked a hole in the side of a dead pig because he fucking took an angle grinder to me fanny lips. Like, go and arrest that cunt. And the guards are like, no. Of course the girl who has like a weird, was that rape? Or was yeah, that yeah, not yeah. rape? Like, of course she's looking at that going, yeah, probably not going to report mine. Like, no one's going to listen mm. to me. It's grand. Look, I just yeah, won't yeah. get into that situation again. I just won't hang out with him again. Or I just, I won't drink so much the next time. Like, it, it, mm. people will fucking, like these girls went, yeah, okay. And then shut the fuck up for three years terrible, until yeah. somebody else got him in court. And when he was in court, they went, yeah, you know what? Now he's in court. I'm going to tell my story. One girl was so badly traumatized that she overdosed on drugs before she got the fucking testify. Like, that's how, I'm not saying like the patriarchy, like this, it's nothing to do with that. Oh this no, lad, this is demon. Yeah. This is demonic. This, this is, is an this evil is pure sexual evil. predator who was ignored by the police. And as I'm after doing like 20 of these shows in the last eight or nine weeks, I, I can barely leave the house without being like checking over both shoulders. And yeah, like, say oh, you're paranoid oh, as fuck. Right? And it's always the same. The police do not listen when you're coming up and going, here's the here's the rub. This mm-hmm. is the crack. And the police are like, eh, no, it's not. <laughs> like, dude. Yeah. Go check it out. Like that trailer. Have, Just get a warrant like, and go into the trailer. In, inside me. Like, uh, check it out, please. No, you're grand. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, but it's a shot. When you see something like this and you see that he isn't brought, or rather, not to see that he's not brought to court. You see that it's actually going. Can we actually get this guy? Didn't he nearly got away. <laughs> like, I mean, they couldn't get him on all the stuff that he did because of evidence. Like, it seems bananas. It seems. Bananas. It seems bananas. But I mean, you hope again. You mm. hope if there's some sort of cosmic weighing scales that like will just balance like, everything. Is he out. Damon? Is he Marilyn? But you just hope. measure which kind of weighing he is on the scale. Oh, a weighing, a weighing yeah, scale. <laughs> yeah. 
it's odd man it's so fucked yeah i hope he does get justice and gets i just hope yeah like i mean not that i hope i mean he gets put into he's an awful human right he's an there's no disputing that he what he did is awful there's no disputing that what happened to him as a child is probably really awful as well yeah and so how i don't know i I suppose i suppose i'm trying to make sense of a senseless thing like absolutely like you try to kind of go we're just telling stories man yeah but you just hope that some way it can just it it find it can find its level like some way yeah it's you know if you see what like the universe experiences itself (laughs) subjectively and blah 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 like is there a thing that good that can counteract such a shitty thing well i think i think there definitely can be like that this Again, I think we were talking about it earlier, saying like one thing we see the bad, we see it very vividly because we try to avoid it. We remember the bad. Yeah, we see our bills. The tiger, coming. the tiger, rather than like if you know that you're getting a hundred quid versus you have to spend a hundred quid, you're going, oh, I'm going to have to pay a hundred quid for this. Like you, the the spend that the losing the hundred quid is worse than the getting. If you're getting, if you're getting like you have to pay five grand in some fee that you didn't pay or whatever, and there's loads of compound interest, and you're like, ah, oh, five grand. That's way worse than someone going, oh, I'm going to give you the five grand. Like, oh, it's early, five grand. I'm going, like, I'm going on a holiday. But the five grand that you're going to have to pay off for X amount of years, like, that's so much worse. But they're the same amounts yeah. coming and going. We're just wired to look at that. And think about that when you're feeling terrible, when you're feeling negative about things, when life is just hammering at you. You know, it's this is how you feel, but think of it as more of a signpost than the actuality. Like, this is just saying there's danger here watch the danger yeah you know it can it's be good, hard it's a good way to, it's that. a good mentality to have but you have to take it take it in its appropriate you doses. have to work at it man there's light and there's depth there's some people that are continually uh, anxious about life i'm one the of time. them i'm one of them that's why i have to have this i have to have this shit in my head i have to like i won't lie man this this has taken it out of me a little bit like i found this really difficult reading the notes you were you were Cause you, I was like, I was a little bit, I was a little bit like when you were like, I oh, will do the toy box murder. I thought we were doing the Hopi Indians. I was like, talking, <laughs> nice, this tribe being nice together. You yeah. Know? So That's again, next week. And I was out. I, I stayed up all night Friday playing Tekken Seven Sweet with my salty, buddy. Man. We had a great time. We were just we, we drew seventy five, seventy five. We played it for hours. We were lit up to the <laughs> ceiling, right? And then I'm like, oh yeah, the toy box killer sounds pretty fun, you know. And then the next day, I, I was trying, and I was like, this is obscene and disgusting and then just yeah. as someone like man i get i get nervous thinking about like i'm i'm an, an anxious person anyway so like when i'm just sitting here reading this in my head i'm going like like so i'm gonna get I, like what happens that happening to me what? What? jesus christ i'm just like i love my mother my sister <laughs> and it's just and you're just like and your brain's just fine and then you have yeah. to just go look stop Bring it back in. Breathe. It's all relative. Stop it. This is what it is. Yeah. Done. And there, very few containers there can't be in that Ireland. many evil yeah. psychos out yeah. there. They say that, like, I think they say that there could be fifty serial killers, like, in operation at any one point. I, in the I world. In the world. Yeah. So fifty people of the the most heinous people you can find out of like seven and a half billion is less than drop in the ocean so if you just think about all the people who are super nice don't think about the psychopaths running your country don't worry yeah, about that two percent so of people are psychopaths yeah well that's but not what they all say, of yeah. them are murderers you know? and some people i think one of the guys who actually did not the guy who did the psychopath test but he found out that he actually had psychopathic tendencies like yeah. he his brain was wired that way but he'd come from a loving family and because of that then you know he could feel empathy and he was yeah. so again moral of the story 
just be nice to it. Just be <laughs> nice. And if you can't be nice, just try not to be a complete bastard. Yeah. Like just. It's hard to be nice. It's, sometimes and it's 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 hard to not like if you're a dickhead it's hard to not be mm. dickhead and be nice to yourself to, yeah be nice like be good be to, nice yourself, to yourself you know be nice to yourself you're, you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna fuck up we all do yeah. but don't 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 go bananas about that keep keep it's trucking like, it's like it takes it takes not like ray parker senior but keep it takes 37 <laughs> muscles to frown but only 19 muscles to smile there this you go. Kind of it's easier Smile. to be. Work out those jowls. Yeah. <laughs> well, frown. Frown a lot to work out the muscles. To finish up, uh, just to know about Cindy Hendy, who was one of the surviving uh, perpetrators. Uh, she was set to go on parole in 2017 after serving just 18 years of her 36-year sentence. Uh, and kidnap and rape were her charges handed down in 2000. But she still claims not to have anything to really to do with the crimes, which is fucking cheeky as shit. Mm. And the families of the victims say that they wish she would spend the rest of her life in, in jail. Um, if she stays the full 36 years, she'll be coming out in her early 60s and still end up getting her old age and, and dying peacefully probably outside of uh, prison. But uh, questions still linger about how much she actually knows and if she has any idea where the other bodies are buried or where they put them um, or how many there were actually in total. And I'm sure mm. she does know because she was there from pretty much the start. Um, but if she does get released in this parole in the next uh, year or so, uh, she'll be under very restricted release. And uh, she'd be GPS monitored at all times because she's going to be on uh, the registers as a sex offender. So she won't have that many freedoms, but still some measure of an injustice there. Yeah. She'll only get the 18 years. Again, I know, I know, I know, you know? like you just like I, I do believe, like, not in this case, I believe in second chances for people. And I believe in people going to jail and fucking up and trying to turn their lives around. Yeah. But something like this, just there's some things that how do you even begin to come back from this well this story I mean, is going to pop up again when she gets released but this if she, if she did if, if she did i'd like obviously she should be punished to have her, yeah. her freedoms limited and all that um i mean it would be a great thing if she was actually a changed person now she still would be restricted and have all of those you know it's not like oh yeah here you go, for that second shit, run. just like here yeah. catch this belt what do you mean what do you want to do with that if she puts it on in the loops of her trousers cool <laughs> if she tries to choke wank herself probably not, not, not as good not cool it's yeah it's a Oh, it's just how do you test for that this is this is awful at every angle at every know, angle you know and that's why we're going to finish it up yes <laughs> uh, we're going to get off the fence here now and uh, ask Eamon uh, what he thinks and uh, try and find out you know the proper opinions to have about this case I think we're all on the side of it being oh, abhorrent and Jesus, disgusting yeah, there's no do you think that uh, David Parker Ray's childhood and his mistreatment as a child had the effect on him that would make him do that kind of awful stuff like talking about the beatings and then the the porn uh, do you think that had an effect or was this going to happen anyway and that was just like mm. kind of leading him towards I, I don't know if it would have more. maybe taken the direction it took with this trailer of horrors yeah, I, I, I don't know it without I know the, the trailer of horrors was his, his own concoction no matter what <laughs> no, or I, it wasn't influenced by his childhood I have a feeling it might have been like what is it that separates him apart from like your more traditional kind of a serial killer or or, or or someone like that you know it, it's a a degree in metalwork a degree in metalwork probably helped uh he i yeah i don't i don't know i wish i did know i i just don't know it seems like it seems that the childhood the sort of abuse he had is very kind of uh indicative of the kind of abuses that people who turn out to be yes. serial killers later down the line have and i mean the thing is like your parents are going to ruin you one way or another. It's just, yeah. it seems like they, when they do stuff like this, this seems like, just don't do that as if a If you parent. put shit in, you'll get shit out. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rubbish in, rubbish out. Um, but then again, I mean, if someone else had a similar situation to this, could they have grown up? And I'm sure they probably working could. for a child's charity and been, you know, totally counteractive it's, to that it's, bad. It's karma. like it happens too. And yeah, it, you know, we don't end up doing true crime episodes about them. No, because there's so many. There's charities no such thing as like charity kindness. Where it's like, come here, let me tell you a story about a lad who's sound. Yeah, yeah. There's no like again. We're drawn to the macabre. Podcast we try to idea. Avoid it. There for you. I think. Yeah. I think. I, I think it would be nice to have. Like, I'm sure a, there is. I'm sure there is. Just but, like, happy news. Yeah. Just happy news. It's just but like if you're doing Monday to Friday, by Friday you've got like I've got nothing. Nothing I've left. Gotten nothing. <laughs> nothing. Um, what about the vulnerable women? Then did did he? Did, we can say that we can box it off that the childhood was not fully to blame. Is that right? Um. Yeah. See, it's t- nature and nurture. It's just tough to know. I. I don't know where your decisions are. I don't, to be honest, it's a much bigger conversation. You have to get off the fence, though. I know, I have to get off the fence. I'm terrible for this. Uh, I think that the childhood definitely had an impact on it. Mm. Um, I don't know where our own personal choices and responsibility come into that, especially from a very young age. Like, can you make a decision or do you, how much options do you have to make a decision mm. when, so, you know, this is your early experience? Um, have you any choice? Is there any free will a, at all? A normal person, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I know that's kind of like, you know, you can listen to the Sam Harris's and the Jordan Petersons kind of try and hash that out and uh, talk about it. Um, Think of the lobster. The serotonin lobster. Uh, clean your room. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it definitely, I think, I don't know if it, if it, I don't know what he would have been like if he just had the abuse without his dad giving him BDSM magazines, but I reckon this guy probably would have turned into... Some kind of control, anyway. Because yeah. even there's a lot of people who are into BDSM who don't do things like this. Sure. Do you know what I mean? That the vast majority, you would imagine. It, but they again, wouldn't do it against people who don't want it done to them. I'm sure they exactly, do it. It's consent. And like, yeah. there's, you know, people, I've seen have, videos. people have sex hangups. People have sure. whatever stuff they have. Um, I do I do think that the BDSM had a, an inspirational influence on how he was going to meet out his sexual deviation. Yeah, I think in terms of how he actually sort of drove it if you yeah. like in the forms that it took and I think and the abuse it. and the oppression and the violence and the really shitty household that he grew up in yeah put him in the the kind of the form the mindset of being uh, like re-abusive yeah and he probably started doing Abuse things against abuse, at a mixed in with the BDSM kind of theme yeah 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 ended up him going yeah you know what I'm gonna I, I, I you know but he because it allowed him like that that sexual proclivity particularly allows somebody to be violent in a way that's acceptable yeah exactly so if you want to be violent you can't exactly like be going out with a girl and just you know rear up and hit her a love tap every so often and just be like yeah take that yeah yeah without them being on board with it like (laughs) yeah well he's he's i mean i think that's that's kind of the crux of it Mm. um you know i i think that even if you take the kind of the the masochistic stuff out of it, sadistic stuff out of it rather, um, I think he's still probably an awful individual. Yeah. And he's probably been doing, again, like this, it's not, no one has a terrible upbringing and then at 60 sort of regresses and is like, oh, well, now I'm like this terrible sex fiend. Yeah. This is he just... He had it since he was young. And he said it. He said it. Yeah, like, he said it himself. And he said an awful thing about like when they were interviewing him and he said like, I just, for me, it's, I like to give the woman pleasure and blah, blah, blah. And it shows how warped his thinking is. It shows that yeah, he's, sure. he's, he's saying like, I used to tie them up and sometimes they orgasm even against mm. their will. And you're like, okay, buddy. And I mean, I've, again, I have heard about stuff like that happening to victims of sexual abuse, but that's just a, that's a biological, that's just something yeah. that your body does. Your body yeah. doesn't know your mind, you know? And so like, 
that's it whether or not that is the case that there's absolutely that's not even an argument for anything like do you know what i mean like it he i think he's rationalizing and he is trying to he has he must have to downplay this like he he mustn't think what he's doing is that terrible on some level I don't know. I don't know. I, I really I don't know. From from the speeches that we read out from his tapes. He probably does. Actually. I think that's yeah, how he yeah, probably thinks. So the vulnerable women in his life, do you think that he picked on uh, these certain type of women because he wanted to have them out walking about and know that they're out there somewhere having done all this stuff to them and still being untouched? Or was it just he picked on vulnerable women because they were the easiest ones to get in the truck? Uh, probably do you think it was like the second level yeah. stuff where he's like... I kind of was I, wondering, do you ever think that... Like it's a did gamble. He, did to he, let he ever recapture go. someone? Is that part of a fantasy for I, him? I, as far as I could re- could find, no. Yeah. I thought that myself. You, yeah, because I was yeah. I was trying to think logically. What is the? Do, I mean, does he have in some sort of twisted way? Does he have his own limits? I mean, I it doesn't like it. It seems like he, he was just he was just. There's only a certain amount of abuse like a human body will take before it just stops responding. Mm. And I think in those three days, he goes through all of the you know. The casino, like, put your head in a vice, like, all the stuff that you can do before you're just like, all right, go on. And they just go to their fucking happy place and their body is dead and they're not reacting or screaming. And he's like, ah, you're no good to me now. Out you go. I'd say that's probably the limit and why he's going, like, three days, no food, no water or whatever. When we talked earlier about, we were talking about that idea of the demons and sucking energy from people because of their suffering. Like, this is a, this, I think when we talked about the archetypes, this is... A demon like someone yeah. this is the completely succubus. archetypal yeah. demon that, that that just wants to hurt someone for its own pleasure or incubus sorry incubus that's the the, the male sleep version one is it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and the succubus is the female but it's it's this is i mean this is that demon you know do you think that uh cindy hendy was as culpable as parker ray um i don't know if i'd necessarily say again we're talking about a spectrum here she is an awful what she's done is terrible. The, the the actions she's committed and carried out are terrible. She's doing this with him. She's aware of everything that's happening because she goes into that place. I think the only thing, she's like the Goebbels to the Hitler. Yeah. Like, Parker Ray is going to go down in history as being the worst one. Um, She's sort of a lieutenant. Yeah. His history isn't going to... I followed not, orders. Yeah. But history isn't going to view her as harshly, but it's just that she's not the, the she's not the, the lead character of, yeah. of the drama. Um, And I think she, I think... But I, she went along with everything and she helped and she was the one that drove yeah. the girls and she was the one that got them into the house. Like surely... Her, her, her ledger probably doesn't have as many receipts on it, but <laughs> she's, she's done just as you know she's done yeah. stuff that's just she wasn't horrific. actually doing the physical raping but i'd say she was holding her hands <clears> well i think she was she was getting involved in a lot of the, 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 the toy but even with the you know there's that stuff about like she was a little bit of a lesbian i think and they picked up lesbians sometimes and i think she sort of probably yeah. got involved in that in the nose he said if it was up to my my lady we'd we just never let you one. go yeah just so. have one it's less risky um, yeah uh so which is t- pretty maybe worse in a sense possibly you know i don't know you end up with a, a jesse dugard situation um, the toy box then itself, I mean, there's not much to, to get off the fence about. No. Um, you know, could, could it, could like, could it be let out as an Airbnb? Like, what question do you ask here? Like, is it, <laughs> is it, is it, is it somewhere like uh, Ted Kaczynski's cabin is in like FBI storage? Is, is the toy box somewhere, do you think? 
It's still there, isn't it? Like, it's. Do you is mean it's still behind his house? I don't. I'm not too sure about that. I know they were selling the property in one of the documentaries I worked. Maybe they weren't selling it, but it was going through the property. Um, I was right. like, that's probably pretty cheap. I was, <laughs> the price <laughs> in Dublin is so crazy right now. Yeah. Um. No, but the. I think, not now, because this was like 2002 or whatever. Yeah. When it all sort of came down. I have, I, I mean, this, you wonder to some degree, like, you go to Amsterdam, you go to, like, a sex dungeon, you go to the torture museum, and there's yeah. kind of stuff like this going on yeah. in those torture museums. With time, when you have a, a chance, like, I do wonder, at some point in the future, will they kind of look back and go, do you remember all those psychopaths we used to have, and the reason was... Now yeah. that we're so far advanced, we can see, well, it actually Like, they all started off in this... Like, most of the serial killers were doing it from the late 60s and early 70s. Mm. And then they go underground. Some of them rear their head up again in the 80s or 90s. Yeah. But there was, like, a whole spate of a lot of fucking guys, man. But you just kind of wonder, I mean, is it is it some sort of weird evolutionary tick where they, they're not... The brain just isn't... Society just... the just right way, or I put, don't know. Put these little cancer cells out into it and... Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I, I sort of don't believe that nature knows what it's doing in terms of evolution. I think we're kind of driving it mm. m- most of the way. But um, I, I, uh, yeah, I just don't, I don't know. Like, it, I mean, I know there's so many different afflictions that can happen to people's brains, if you want to call it that, an affliction, like mm. something that just separates you from what we would say is, you know, relatively normal or whatever. You know, so you've got like 10% of everybody suffers from X mental, whatever category of mental illness they say. Uh, A quarter of people are depressed just constantly in rotation or, you know, it changes around and now you're depressed. Oh, now I'm depressed. This depression is your depression. (laughs) This depression is my depression. You know, like, uh, and it's one of those things where it's just constantly like, so is it possible that just some people are just born with no empathy? And I I don't know. I don't know. That's what Lady Gaga was singing about. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you, if you have no fear, if you have no fear, and you want to do something terrible, that's if you if you that's want to do something mix. terrible and you're very nervous, like yeah, he might be okay. Yeah, he, he probably won't break the rules. But yeah, to actually want to do something this heinous, if you're neurologically no fear, incapable of being like you can't nervous not about something. Do it like it's so. And I do yeah, again. That's it. Man. Again, you get into that idea of free will, and is there a point where he could have? Is there a point where he was like? And he knew, he was like, I'm actually going, I'm going down this road, or like two roads diverged in Yellowwood, like I'm going and this I way. I raped women down both. Less travelled. Like, <laughs> do, do, do you know what, like, but it's just, is there that moment where he made a, a bona fide decision and just said, this is the way I want to go? I'd say he did when he was quite young. And yeah. he's like, that's my dream. And, and I do you know it was the gravita? Do you know I'd the gravita? It, it it's, it's, it's so... Some people want to be rock stars. Some people want to sing on America's Got Talent. Some people want to like create the world's biggest pizza. This mm. guy just wanted to make a dungeon and just pick... And I would say if you have this sort of dream of creating the world's biggest horrible rape, torture, sex dungeon, maybe just look into making the world's biggest pizza first or get rich on America's Got Talent. You know, become there famous. There are other things to do. Just let's try a few yeah. other things here. Let's... Uh, you locked in real early there. Yeah, just, you know, let's... let's Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Not a lot to say then about the notes, the tapes, uh, the transcript from the tapes. I mean... Um, that's over it's overkill right it shows how 
deep this depravity goes yeah. to me like because we didn't even i i've listened to the i this is probably the third i think that's why i just wigged out earlier because i've i've heard this three times in one day yeah and this was the time and i i just i i was like i can't do the voice for i can't i just can't do the voice for this <laughs> knowing some of the stuff that because i don't know which paragraph is is which yeah but knowing some of the stuff that i had heard earlier and just being like Ugh. oh like wretch yeah and it's uh, really long I, yeah I might 11 do pages yeah. and it's 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 worse i mean i think if you were to make a horror movie i don't think that they would allow you to use this transcript no. like they wouldn't allow you to they'd be Absolutely like that's not. too much yeah and it might even be too much for a podcast absolutely we've left out because some of the stuff i heard is worse than anything yeah. that's been said there it's fucking brutal that's why and terrible and i think if you want to hear it i think it's on the last podcast the um last podcast like, on the left yeah. they read out the worst part of it um i'll put up i'll put up the the transcript as a link because i have a website mm, link with it on but it. It, it's like just i mean uh, my advice would be don't like don't just read leave it, it on the way to work or something because it'll no. ruin your day and don't read it if you're like oh i think i kind of might like this don't do it then <laughs> just stay away from <laughs> what it. what about getting caught then cynthia vigil escaped um we're talking about uh angelica montano escaped like uh, kelly garrett escaped why did he let them go like yeah. is that a thing where he's a murderer or or like we said earlier on was he trying to was it that he did he want to know him? he had someone yeah. out there that he had sort of affected in yeah. some way i don't know what if i mean he, and said, he just killed the ones that he couldn't be sure would keep their mouth shut yeah yeah i mean or he, said he to, ruined and yeah they, they died of exposure broken. or whatever yeah he said to kelly garrett because she was a friend of of theirs like that's you know she was friend of the daughter yeah, yeah she wasn't like a drifter yeah, um, yeah so he said to her that he felt bad and he, he ruined said, her life like oh yeah completely her family and the p- cops didn't believe her and fucked her out the road like yeah. like that's the that's the craziest part of it for me is yeah. that the, when the people come and say he did that to me is bullshit and they just go no he didn't yeah yeah it's a it's, it's real it's, catholic church shit isn't it from the 70s and 80s yeah it kind of it is it feels it like is. that for Irish people anyway like where the kids mm. were coming home and their dozens going father murphy made me do a thing because even if you like some of that ferns report stuff like and you know as far as i know please god that none of the priests had like this sort of torture place but there's awful stuff about that like which is as sadistic as anything here uh with priests abusing you know that the one the one that i had read would have been abusing uh, abusing a, a, a young teenager i think but you know having him up against like a massively hot radiator as he was doing stuff and just awful stuff but the the this it's it's coming from the same place as what this guy is doing granted he sadistic he fucking had a, he had control. a dream and he made like it yeah it, he i think the word that the worst thing about it is that he didn't actually go i ah, know that's a bit that's a bit too much now that's yeah. a bit you know he there was no limits and I know I said, did he have limits before? Because, you know, with, with sort of trying to get the daughter off some of her time. And I, I don't know, on retrospect, say, no, probably say not. Me, like, he had to have some humanity. I get off the fence. Saying, he had to have some sort of humanity. And some of the things that he did, he was like, oh, Jesus. Like, you know, when you're in a mad, like, wank fest <laughs> and, like, you're clicking on videos and there's fucking images flying by your face, like the intro to fucking Space Odyssey 2001. It's just like, <laughs> like, loads of fucking things, you know. And then finally the orgasm happens and then you're like whoa, whoa, and you come back to reality you're like jesus yeah. what was um, i do oh my god burn the computer burn the computer like disgusting yeah like you get into that feverish frenzied mode and i think it's it, you know uh, yeah i mean it probably because i mean I, I assume that sort of sexual sexual energy 
that like he I, I that that's just how he got that was from this awful sadistic stuff um, yeah, but I mean, we've looked at lads like Chikatilo, and I mentioned him on a few shows in the last while. Like, he had something awful done to his body when he was a young kid and he was abused. And then later on, he when he was 15, he he was choking a girl. He was dr- playing and he was drowning a girl in a pool. And her drowning screams aroused him. And he was like, he kept her under for like an extra 10 seconds just to get that extra bit of like kicking and almost dying. And as she was dying, he was having like an orgasm for the first time because he actually couldn't maintain, he ha- couldn't have an erection for his whole life because his dick was broke. Mm. He had erectile dysfunction, so he couldn't get any sexual release by and masturbation. So like, this is what I have to And do, at 15, so. he nearly choked an 11 year old to death in a pool and he was like, what, what, what? And got the fucking, got the shaky leg. Yeah. And Terrible he was like, leg. I like that feeling. This is the thing I have to do to get that feeling. So for David Parker Ray, that was the thing he needed to do to get that feeling, obviously, because anything else was it's just... Man, the amount of planning that went in, like, oh, that man. goes into it. Because, like, I think, I mean, no, I'd be just like, I'm t- I fucking Unbelievable. Do it. Even if I had no sort of morals or whatever, I'd be like, oh, fuck, that seems like a lot of work for, yeah. you know, I... It's hard work to be a psychopath, bro. Must be, but he's, yeah. And, it's, and, it's, and you don't care about it, too, which is the worst part. It's, it's such a strange thing, You can't, thing, like, do it? something as a psychopath and feel proud about it. You're like, yeah. But it's, like, the worst thing... I mean, I see it. I, I see it in two ways. I see it, it's obviously terrible for society. It's terrible for people, but it must also be an awful thing to not be able to derive any enjoyment from from life itself. Like, for the only way for you to actually sort of experience life on some level is to do these depraved things. Now, I know they don't give a fuck about it, so they're not sad about that. Mm. But it just, you know, like to have to, to have to live your feelings through somebody else's someone else is suffering you know yeah. and again you're, you're i suppose i'm thinking about that with the brain of someone who isn't a psychopath um yet woo uh hopefully i'll stay kind of <laughs> in this this realm any more of these true crime ones we might fucking wear you down man so i, the, the I last break bit. easy i break easy like <laughs> once things get too grotesque for me i just i uh, i can't handle it like, he's, he's like i can't watch he's like, like samuel L. Jackson. i watch those those like uh the saw movies and everything and i just i can't do torture porn stuff. i just can't yeah. i can't when i was younger yeah i, I could totally do I, me- I remember watching like um the hills have eyes and i was like and I was like, this is fucking disgusting, like, or whatever. But, like, it didn't really affect me so much when I was in maybe my early 20s. Yeah. And now I just, I can't now. I don't know why, I don't know what's changed me, but I I, I was never drawn to it. And now I just, I, I find it really difficult to just digest. Maybe it's because you're older and you know some people that some shit has happened to. And I, I don't, yeah. thank Christ. No, I'm but you know what I mean? Like, you know of people, like, you're more empath- you're more worldly. Not you know someone yeah. personally, but, like... But it's, yeah, it's, it's just... You're able to see it as a person... Like a real person rather than just like a, a thing on TV. This is, yeah, this is, this is more than the like sum of its parts. Yeah, like we were all is. desensitized to all that stuff before, you know, mm. the PC brigade came yeah. So the last thing that to get off the fence about, should Cindy Hendy be in jail forever or should she get out next year on parole and be highly monitored? Uh, I think she should probably, I, I don't, I mean, I, I would say get be off the in fucking jail. Fence. Yeah, I would say be in jail be forever. In jail. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know what the fuck you have to do to get sent to jail forever, like, but, they, you know. Well, I mean, even to serve out, I think she should be there for at least her full sentence for the stuff that she did. I think the full sentence, yeah. Getting off early to go and enjoy her 40s. I mean... She's only going to be in her 40s when she gets out. Yeah, like, is... is That's uh, a lot of life Is Angelica left. Montano, like, she killed herself on witch rugs, like, she doesn't get to live her life because of the shit you did to her. If, i tell you this, right, if she has, if she's sort of... If she has sort of managed to consolidate any type of empathy, the memories of what you've done 
must be a torture in themselves. Yeah, but prison is probably a better well, prison's way to punish somebody. Prison's probably bullshit, yeah. No, but I mean, like, in prison or not in prison, yeah. if she actually has remorse over this... I don't think she does, and that's the I'd, thing. I'd like, be surprised, yeah. I don't so, think I she don't does. Know how you could, I don't know how you can teach someone... No, empathy. she was all into that with him, like, doing it. Like, oh, oh what about this? What about this? Like, yeah, it's not... Like it's, no, I think you're right. I, I don't... don't think I think... So, like, I really think we should have, like, Psychopath Island or something and just put them all out there. <laughs> like, just, yeah. just, yeah, cage it up and just... I don't think that these... I think it's called Washington, D.C. <laughs> <laughs> but... These these people, like if someone like again like I said I deserve I believe in 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 second chances I believe in people turning their lives around. But there's some stuff that you do that I just don't believe you're if you're able to do that I don't believe you can't you can, come back from that. But I don't believe that you can even have the remorse to 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 actually come back i don't know that you can have those feelings that make these you are decisions we're going to have to make in the zombie apocalypse Simon, where you're going to have to actually decide is that a thing and i think that thought project is why there are so many like apocalypse movies and what if this and here's humanity pushed to its breaking point at the end of the world at the end of existence fighting for its own survival how far will you go and we will put that trait that hu- that human choice into the character of a hero like you know somebody like like mad max was the mm. old one where you're like he's an anti-hero like he does bad things but he's doing it for the good or whatever uh you know all these zombie movies like all this stuff you so know, just when you said that i thought of that dave Chappelle bit where it's like he rapes to save yeah but he does rape but yeah. he rapes but he saves it's 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 this thing where like you know sometimes good people do bad things and sometimes bad people do good things again i think there's that there are levels like there's people look we've all fucked up we've all made we've all said things we regret we've all hurt people in ways yeah but none of us have like around. drug made yes none of us have done you know. that um, took a black and decker to someone's fucking no, cash like, like totally yeah like that, that's what I mean there's levels we like I don't think that especially what I'd be most worried about is at the moment say with the, the really sort of far left movement where people are telling other people that they should kill themselves because they eat meat or whatever yeah. and that goes I'm sorry I'm, I shouldn't just say the left I'm sure on the far right there's there's many they do it for instances much less, of that yeah, yeah. Um, I think that we should accept that people make mistakes and we shouldn't dehumanize people for that. But I do believe that when you do something like this, you dehumanize yourself and the road back from that. I, I don't think that there is one personally. I, I don't I know. I am the law. You know? Yeah. Said it to Bouncy Bullets or whatever he had in that movie. Judge Judy and Executioner. Judge Judy. Baloney! <laughs> <laughs> that, that would just be no, I am the law. He's like, I didn't do anything. Baloney! She just fucking opens up. With the hell <laughs> Um, so that's it for this time on those conspiracy guys. That's been David Parker Ray, the toy box killer. Uh, one sick cunt. Um, <laughs> the start and end on a similar tone. But yeah, again, um, David, like, not fair the way that he went. Just no, not fair. No, Just not, not fair. fair. Should have had some Just justice. Should have had something, something worse something. happen. Um, th- thanks to Eamon O'Neill for joining me in the studio. Uh, the Redness is, is here and we'll be back for a bunch of episodes in season seven. But uh, Eamon, I'm looking forward to spending September talking some fucking crazy shit yeah there's some fun stuff in the lineup there <laughs> yeah, absolutely uh, a couple that i'm some good ones that i'm, that I'm very excited about uh, if you want to find Eamon, it's at Eamon 04 i won't reply to anyone on like twitter and won't. just tell him just tell him the crack tell him what you think i don't use twitter he, and i don't use facebook really he, well i, I don't give the facebook but he purposefully doesn't check twitter so let's see how many notifications we can get so the next time please see. please don't <laughs> <laughs> i won't check, i won't again and, and if anyone does send a message i'm sorry if i never get back i just don't doesn't use it, it. 
I'm actually thinking about deactivating Facebook and Twitter and everything else. Don't deactivate Twitter, man. All these lads wouldn't be able to find you. It's all right, man. I like you know. <laughs> we'll, if we're meant to meet, we'll cross paths on the road, sure. and hopefully, you're not going to bring me to a fucking crazy sex dungeon <laughs> and just mill me out of it for a few months. That's what we're going tonight, and we're going leaving the house now and doing that. So uh, <laughs> that's it for those conspiracy guys for this time. That's been David Parker. Ray. If anything in the show upset you, I'm sorry. And yeah, I don't usually say it's, sorry. It's awful. This sorry. is an awful one. This is um, a really awful one. If you have any corrections or any kind of insights or any kind of information, I, I'm getting loads of emails. I'm so sorry I can't, you know, reply to everybody. There is literally dozens a day. So if you want to hit me up, info at thoseconspiracyguys.com, I promise I will get around to it eventually. Um, don't like put like rape, rape, rape in capital letters in the fucking <laughs> subject line just to get me to read it or whatever. But I do read everyone. I absolutely do. I just don't have the time to reply to everyone. But info at thoseconspiracyguys.com if you want to get back to me. The website is thoseconspiracyguys.com. We're on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, all the stuff, Reddit. There's a subreddit there if you want to get at me there. Snapchats, the whole the whole shebang. Um, DMs are open, so uh, have at you. And uh, I'd like to say thanks to all the people who support the show on patreon.com slash those conspiracy guys. And the, the link is in the description below. If you want to help out the show, subscribe, get a load of extra stuff to watch, outtakes and all the kind of crack that's going on. You will also be able to watch this uh, episode uh, if you want to go back and, and, and watch it again in the future. Or you want to watch other shows of a similar type. Uh, I have all the shows for uh, the end of season six and all of season seven filmed in studio. I'm looking at you right now. Uh, go on to youtube.com slash those conspiracy guys. YouTube are being constant at the moment. So all I have up there is the shows and on bitshoot.com slash those conspiracy guys, which is a blockchain torrent based decentralized video platform. So if you want to go over there uh, and get like proper documentaries and all the stuff that YouTube are too shitty to have on it, uh, go over and have a look over there. Bitshoot.com slash those conspiracy guys. These things will be here too. All the links for all the stuff that I mentioned are in the description below, including Eamon's Twitter, at Eamon04. Never gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for those conspiracy guys for this time. I'm Gordo. I'm Eamon. And thanks for listening, and I'm sorry. And just be nice to each just other nice. so that stuff like this doesn't happen, and just, just be everyone nice. be really nice. And believe people. Believe them. <laughs>